cold. God, San Diego got buried. Well, you know, it's they don't get. So yeah, San Diego got buried. They are they're flooded. They lost the Chargers. James Harbaugh is a Chargers coach. Uh, they're going to be better. <clears throat> Let's get into it, everybody. Yep. We start the week. Oh, here's we, the we talk count. through the clicking. Exactly. Talk through the clicking. Sure. From Atlanta, it's an old Atlanta Braves. We're the capital. It's a revolution. Color I see. Shut Not politically shut aligned with that girl. December we just like that she got maced. A question, a psychopath. I do. Ready? She I got, got maced. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll see you at the end of the the, the intro. Welcome to the show. Hey! Ooh, look at this pummeling going on. That flash mob. They make it seem like California. I'm going to come in hot. I'm in like, hot, baby. Like, like, literally, these flash mobs are going on like hundreds a day or something. You know, I mean, they no. do happen. There's no flash dancing going on here than anything, if you know what, what I'm a saying. Feeling. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. Exactly. So, we, Keith, this is the podcast, right? This is Keith Pazel. We're going to watch TV and talk about the world and ourselves through what is on television. We tried to do a show last night, but Spectrum disallowed it because of sh- garbage-ass internet, but we're streaming at a beautiful 6,000 kbps per second, which is w- what you want to be at for a 1080p broadcast such as ours. Okay, 1080. Yeah, uh, but last night we were streaming at a garbage 2,000 kbps. Oh, was it just freezing up? and It was awful. That's literally what it sounded like. I was like. embarrassed. <laughs> it sounded like a seal <laughs> waiting for... Oh, oh, oh. I streamed <laughs> for 57 minutes like that. Oh, man, that's tough. I give you credit for not quitting. Well, I didn't know. know. But, yeah. I didn't know. Uh, the yeah. second I found out, I ended the stream. I just told James, I go, we're done. Yeah. Yeah. Deleted it. It didn't happen. The same That's title, fine. you know. Hey, these things happen when you're running a a, uh, a low budget punk rock podcast like we run. I think I said this last week. Uh, my girlfriend, we watched maybe that like a 30 second, the clip you sent out, you know, which was a pretty good clip. And she and my, my girlfriend is a tough audience. She does not give compliments easy, which is a good thing, because then when she compliments it, it means something. Right. She was like, I said, that, 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 that looks pretty good for what you're doing. She's like, that it's looks good, pretty good. It's a good time. You know, the show I mean, is a good time. You know, I mean, I, I think that, you know, there's something here. I, I guess the strengths of it, I, I think we got some funny moments that I, I like about the show. I mean, that's show, what you want you know? with any podcast. I mean, that's really all you're going for. And I hope we can say some somewhat interesting things. 
You know, I think our weakness, the THC doesn't help my concentration or focus. I can tell you that much. I lose my train of thought from time to time on the show. Speaking of which, Jim Harbaugh. No, <laughs> just totally oh, yeah. No, I'm just tightening up our, our it's sound all good, here. Man. I'm tightening you're doing, you're it doing up. You're doing your job. You're doing, tighten up. That's a James Brown song. Tighten up. Do, 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 do. Tighten up. That's, that's a hit. James Brown had instrumentals in the 60s that were great. They were fun. Brought into the US as children we still fucking, we, we still haven't decided what to do with these dreamers here? Uh, it's just. The government stopped allowing it's people just, to enroll uh, in the program in 2021. Uh, there's supposedly a deal on the table to potentially, well, at least the Senate to pass it. But the rat's nuts of the House will never do it. But they think they might be able to do it. And Trump is totally against it because Biden's trying to like have a Hail Mary pass. Like, look at what I've done. I've dealt with the immigration issue. I've actually done something. You know, he didn't Man, do anything. Odin Contreras. That sounds like a gaming handle. <laughs> yeah, your name's Odin? <laughs> that, Odin that, that's the Norse the god. That, 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 that is the Zeus of Norse, Norse mythology. just coming from the Department of Homeland Security, but also the office of Congressman Daryl Issa, Congressman. who they say had several conversations uh, with the University of California. I do not like how this lady talks. I'm going to just say it right up front policy saying it goes against federal law we don't want no handouts we it, it don't sounds want like mary lou Retton. just want to work like everyone else the regents will discuss the issue thursday behind closed doors oh a regent what are we getting Ooh. are we getting england involved is Why this not? this is like this is, is this the, a part of the hague case against israel they're the managers of the university okay man. like they're yeah still to come do they have yep. fucking they should have scepters I'm a regent. I want a scepter. Uh, they handle. They have a lot of responsibility. I mean, these universities have been so fucking commodified that the, they're running like a successful business. The university system Ooh, in America is the best on the planet. It's he also does look like he's just, just walking into a surprise anniversary party yeah. <laughs> at all times. Well, he knows that, that's his politician look. He knows what he's doing. You know, uh, he needs to have pretty good security. I think this uh, this year, this coming year, security better be good. Anyway. So, there is news, news on the horizon. I'm trying to find some Harbaugh reactions I was gonna say, here locally man, in L.A. They gave Mike a commercial, the news desk Mike. Well, he can't. So, they made the decision today, the Chargers did, to hire Jim Harbaugh. James Harbaugh. Yeah, well, he did was. Did I shut that door? Let me see if I shut that window. Tell the people. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I know he had a second interview, uh, I think, just yesterday, or maybe it was on Monday. Maybe it was yesterday. I was like, ooh, when you're doing the second interview, it's like, okay. They're going to hire you. He's probably going to get a, sh a wheelbarrow filled with money. He's going to get a ton of cash. He's planning it right. He's a shrewd. He's an SOB. He's totally good. He is. You're so back and forth on Harbaugh. Well, You're like, I mean, he's so good. He's a piece of fucking shit. I mean, but his personality, I can't stand his personality, but you cannot disagree with his results. He obviously knows how to push a football player's psychology. He just understands how to do that, you know? And I always said that you type know, of coach. You know, he brings the best out of a white quarterback, too. Well, did, did, you, yeah. did you ever see, uh, or I don't know, in your hometown, I don't know what sports were good or not, like the successful coaches at my high school, or even on, on the collegiate level, certainly, you know, there was a certain prickdom to them. I I didn't deal well with oh, them. Oh, I grew you up know in the I mean? times of aggressive, like, coaching just, was still I, around. I own yeah. you type of shit. Almost to the point where my parents would be like, look, this drunk that I drink with every Wednesday? Yeah. <laughs> He can beat you if I want to. Yeah, like, yeah. Just allowing baseball, just like, well, he's, well, you're at his practice. You can run him into the ground. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think about, and I played organized like, this sports. This is just some guy. <laughs> I know, exactly. This is Gary Quillen. This isn't fucking Who's some baseball insurance? trainer. You know, I know. No, I know. 
I think Who's of, that guy that used to sell infomercial tapes in the 90s? The batting cage guy? Oh, oh, what the fuck was his name? David D's batting cages God, or whatever the God, fuck? I, I can't remember, but I know what you're talking about. Absolutely. I mean, I, yeah, I think about, uh, yeah, I mean, growing up, you know, in my town, like my, my my senior year in high school was the first year in 44 years we had a losing record in basketball. Like my team had gone to state, like had been to, the, had been to the finals like multiple times. Auburn. They had never won one, but they they always went to say they were a dominant high school force in high school basketball. And boy, they took it seriously. That it, it, it was a tough. I mean, they See were. If we got you know, any, uh, they took it pretty seriously. Immediate YouTube takes here. You know, and just yeah, I remember I was looking up an obituary recently of a friend of mine from high school, his father, who coached us in, in Babe Ruth baseball when I was 15 years old. And his kid, who was a friend of mine, was a totally good athlete. Like he played college baseball, but but his father one time, I got thrown out on a uh, on a uh, pass ball from second to third base. You know, Ooh, we're getting fresh Colin reaction. You know, yeah, but you know, so I got thrown out. You know, going going from second to third base on a pass ball, but but the backstop was literally only ten feet away from home plate. Like it was right there, and the guy, the catcher, Tony Ingadol, Tony Ingadol. Had a howitzer as a 15 year old, he could top it out at like 81, 82 miles an hour. He had a pretty good fastball. You know, for your 15, you're throwing it in the 80s. You got a pretty good arm. You know, look at that face. Well, frozen. The the, the 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 first time, the first time it was a it was a first pass ball, and I didn't run from second to third. I trusted my instincts, and and the third base coach was this guy's father, and he just, I mean, come on, Crocious, what are you doing? It's a pass ball. So. There was a pass ball after that. The second one threw so, some sort of girly reference to your last no, name. No, 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 no. Here's what happened. You're gonna like this. So I, I was like, that was in my head, but I I didn't trust my instincts. I stayed at, at second because I was smart. Because they threw another pass ball the next pitch, and I ran to third base. Engadol, I was out by five feet. I was out by a lot. You know, because Engadol Gundam. Because he had a howitzer. Plus, the backstop's only ten feet away. Plus, he was nineteen. He, he, he was only he was only ten feet. So he got the ball right away. I slid, and I mean, this my third base coach, this guy's father, he bellowed. This was top of his lungs yelling. I mean, just rage filled. I work in a paper mill, and I'm forty four years old. Rage. Crocious, what the fuck do I have to do? Light a fire under your ass to make you run faster? I mean, it was, and it was like, you know, this is not a practice. You know, I, I kind of get into practice. This is during a game, you know, and it was like, wow. I, I remember that, that I, I, my season was done at that point. My confidence, your was, confidence totally, was shattered. Yeah, it was shattered at that point because I, I just couldn't play anymore. Some people would say, you don't have the heart for the game, no, bro. Uh, no, nah. I mean, I'm just kidding. I yeah, no, 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 no. Because trust me, there are people who get into that red ass coach. That the time my father died in, you know, that, that I would go and visit Decorah, Iowa. Eight thousand people. Sounds like the name people. of a fucking folk song. Yeah, Decorah, Iowa. No, the town my father died in. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, town, the town my father died in. No, it's, it's, it was a Gordon was Lightfoot song. It was on the B side of. It was on the B side of of the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. You know, <laughs> the town that my father died in was in the good that they all get you gummy. No, but but what it was is uh, this town eight thousand people. They had a ba high school baseball coach who's the all-time winningest coach in high school baseball history in the country. He's won, like, thousands of games managing. He's managed for over 60 years. He was, I remember, and he was a complete hard-ass. One of his kids played, uh, played football for Iowa. Two of his kids played football for Iowa. They were D1 athletes, you know? But it was, uh, my point is, is uh, uh, those are the types of coaches that I recall who were successful, but I had a hard time dealing with them. They were intense. 
They were intense. And I, and I think that, and, and that's part of the thing is they want to see if you're intense with them, you know, can you handle it? And there were times I could handle it. Other can times. Can you feel it? Can you feel? Was that song out when you were a kid? Can no, you feel it? I, I have Fuck, no Michael idea. Michael Jackson song? song? No, no. The, uh, the uh, Michael uh, Jackson. That me was, was when thriller. the Jacksons got back together. Do you remember when the Jackson oh, Five got back together as adults? The, the, the song "Body" that was their hit. Said that I want your body. Meant <laughs> that I want your body. <laughs> body. You, you, you used to, if you could buy that album, if I'm not mistaken, you bought that album. You could get a, a gift certificate. A you got song. a gift certificate for a watch. Yeah. They sold you a watch that would play Ooh, the song "Body." It would play, like you pushed it, played the song "Body." A Jacko Timex <laughs> but, but said that I want your body. Yeah, but then they also had that one video. Because there's no feeling in the. It's like they had a couple. Of, the Jacksons were nothing to shake a fucking oh, hanky oh, at. Listen, you know, listen. Back in the early '70s, they were a, a very. If you listen to the music. They were tight, man. I mean, they were a good band. You know, I mean, that old man, what do you want to say about him? He knew what he was doing. He got himself a bad. He also ruined a human being in the process. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he got in there on Latoya. They all had a bad time. And, and just, it just shows, because, I mean, he was the most famous human being on the planet. I mean, Michael Jackson, like in the 80s, when I was in high school, junior high school, he was the most famous human being on the planet, you know, and I, and just his psychology, I mean, nothing prepares you for that, but his psychology in particular was not prepared for that. He, he did not pull the mic up a little bit. He, he, he didn't, he did not uh, deal with it very well. He did not deal with it very well. His whole fame and then having a pedophile or being a consciousness, you know, it's like, wow, wow, you know. But yes, I remember that song. <laughs> to go Colin back. Coward Here we go. Go on, hit the subscribe button. So again, Colin Coward pulled one of the greatest grifts of a... Ooh, no, we don't want this. Hang on. Right there. Yeah, Colin Coward, this is his official YouTube channel now, and he pulled one of the greatest grifts of any anything of all time. He started this volume. It's a podcast network. And then, all of a sudden, he gets some new funding... Which I think is Saudi. He'll never admit it. Uh, and he makes he changes the volume, which he he had all these hosts. They built it to six hundred and thirty-two thousand subscribers. The second they get this new funding, he get makes them start their own YouTube channels, and he turns the volume into the Colin Coward podcast channel wow. and stole all of those followers. And now everyone else has to like go and start their own following. Well, I mean, cause, ultimate grift. It's yeah. got my name on it. It's Colin Coward's volume. But this is not his, because the other show he does that that's a, that's that, the Fox show. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But he just did this. Wow. Wow. This I is mean, a separate thing. Wow. Saudi funded. Let's put that out there. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, God. D do you realize that when I was a kid in the seventies, like the United Arab Emirates, right. I didn't know what it was. It, it was like this hinterlands. And it just, when the when Emirates Airlines got invented, were you like, what the fuck? Well, no, here, here you know what it was in the 1960s. Do you know the, what, how they made their money? Deep sea diving for pearls out of clams. That's how they made their money. Hell yeah, clamming. It's like they didn't know they were sitting on Sounds the like most important commodity, Forrest Gump ass. I shit. mean, when they figured that out, it's like it, the 60s. I was born in the 1960s, you know, and it's like. If you look at Abu Dhabi, and I mean, these are cities that have just built massive skyscrapers in a matter of a couple decades. It's incredible, the growth. I, I am fascinated by the movement of humanity. What makes humans do that? You know, like the, the gear of that, you know, it's incredible. Last night uh, and early this morning, agents involved, hurdles, 
finally crossed. You know Colin was calling people like a bitch. Coach of the I bet you they leaked it just so Colin would stop bothering people. <laughs> the Chargers, it is easily the best current job available in the NFL because you have Justin Herbert. Offensive coach. Yeah, yeah. Next year, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Trevor Lawrence, Dak. Jalen uh, Caleb Williams. The Chargers will Derek get better, Carr. and they'll get, they'll get better. Fout, uh They're going to win like Glenn three. Dawson. He just starts naming <laughs> fucking <laughs> old quarterbacks, old bear quarterbacks. Mike Phipps, yeah, Vince Evans, I mean, Bob Avellini. Yeah. You know, just a I mean, healthy Avellini. You have to admit it. I mean, and the Vikings have had some rotten court. Christian Ponder. And and Traveris Jackson were just awful quarterbacks. They were not good. The Vikings have not done a good job developing quarterbacks. You got a minute though. Those Bears have some hilarious quarterbacks. I mean, oh, there's some yeah. hilarious. It's you know Jonathan yeah, it's Quinn, Jonathan Quinn, medicine woman. You know, then the, then you had Moses Moreno. Remember him? Yeah, Moses Moreno mixed in there with a little Henry Burris. Ooh, and then they had like was it, was it uh, Campbell? Jason Campbell. Jason Campbell came in there. Oh. We had we had Slash towards the end of his career. Yes, absolutely. Do, you know what? I actually thought I thought Grossman was decent. He just couldn't oh, stay buddy. healthy. You're you're you're. I'm a Rex fucking supporter. Yeah, well, I thought he had a pretty good arm, but he was just too small. He, I mean, he couldn't. I mean, the beating. I think he was barely at six foot, man. You know what I mean? Like he couldn't take a hit. And he, oh, he his, could take a hit of acid. Yeah. <laughs> I heard a mis uh, a rumor that he played his entire high school state championship game high on the acid. Oh wow! How do you manage that? Through some zip some bombs in there. You, apparently, you, I mean, how do you? Whenever okay, listen. I haven't gone down the hallucinogen path a lot in my life, but I've gone down on enough to to you know to have experience and have an opinion on it. You know. Certainly eaten mushrooms many times. Probably eight, nine, ten times. That's it. Hell yeah. But some. Oh, dude. You know. That's a summer for me back in the day. You know what uh, I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> they are, uh, and I can manage them a lot. I like them now. When I was young in my early 20s, I couldn't manage them. It was too intense for yeah, me. Yeah, back then he was like. That's the way it is with kids today. <laughs> Again, that filter was taken off in between my conscious and subconscious. Your brain, the frontal lobe hadn't developed enough yet. Things are very pure when Colin you're 21. Colin puts probably stuff. a little cap in his fucking chamomile every so, now and again to catch a buzz. So how I would, catch a buzz. <laughs> how would you play a state, a championship game tripping balls? I mean, how could you're you do that? You're a fucking big dick fucking champion is I what mean, it is. I, I, I tell you what. Yeah, maybe your ego is such a, you can just, yeah, there's a certain athletic ego that I didn't have. It's Bloomington, Indiana. You're you know? fucking channeling the spirit of Jeff George is what you're doing. <laughs> he was such, I guess Jeff George was just an absolute bitch. He was a news news. He was a, good, a bitch. You know, he was just not. <laughs> the second I met Bernice, I knew we were going to be together forever. Why did I know this? Because Bernice is so strong. <laughs> I knew within five minutes of meeting Bernice that we were destined to be together until time itself expires. And how did I know this? Because Bernice is so strong. <laughs> My God, what if for four seconds of your life you weren't perceived as being strong? <laughs> get into the, we'll get into the Oscar be, nominations later. We have to be strong. Potentially could all need a coach. Here we go. This year, seven, eight openings, one elite quarterback. They all whiffed. Who, again, as a rookie with the 30. He's going to hold every defensive coach is going to get this held over them now. They had a chance for Harbaugh. They went with the defensive coach. It was between Harbaugh and O'Connell and O'Connell for the Viking oh, really? job oh, two yeah, years yeah. ago. 
But you know um, something? I, I'm not upset about that, but they're soft. Uh, oh, the Vikings are so. The Chargers will not be soft. The uh, South Bay, Manhattan Beach, Hermosa area. There's a lot of there's a lot of people down there that are connected uh, to both LA professional football teams and both college teams. Oh, Manhattan and there was Beach an is cool. There was a real That's where Colin lives. Um, yeah. That this was going to get done. I go out so there and I hit sail, seals with twigs. You go out there, you get a nice stern stick, a switch. And you go tan a seal. Uh, Pete Carroll, I think, lived down there when he coached USC. Oh, I ate dinner with Pete all the time. You know. (laughs) Uh, My girlfriend and I are going to go to Newport Beach for Valentine's Day. We're going to go down there and stay down there. Hang out in Newport Beach. There's no question. They don't want to sell out SoFi because uh, they want, because it's a warm weather city and people in their division, Denver and God, Kansas Colin, City you're in sitting there. off center, and I—it's driving me fucking nuts. <laughs> well, exactly, isn't that? Is, yeah. Look at all this room. You could bring it in. How yeah. Hot the chargers are and how hot the visiting. Bring it over so like they'll this. figure it out. No, he won't. Figure it out. But they'll go to fifty-five. Ryan, if his show producer is listening to me, fix it, Ryan. Let's hear what he has uh, to so say. The Chargers yeah. are a very healthy business. SoFi is a revenue monster. It's an absolute revenue machine among yep. the very best. I think it is the best in the National Football Taylor League. Swift, Beyonce. Yeah, he just he that, just you know, is he's such a corporate into shell, the finance, you know. Dude. Yeah, he's so he's a corporate he shell. He says, dude, he's all about when he talks about his radio show, you know, people I'm not irrelevant. You know, my ad rates are higher than ever. The volume's crushing at <laughs> Like, he's all about, like, you know, what are the ad buys for every minute? That's how good my show is. It doesn't matter well, if I'm talking about the same seven things for six months. <laughs> and my same approach on it over and over. I must be doing something right, you know? But isn't that very Trumpian? When I think Schwarzenegger criticized him, uh, Arnold, his show wasn't as good as mine. Like, oh, my God. God. It's Although I tell you this much, I'm... Uh, the initial sort of Iowa and New Hampshire caucus. I don't want to go in the rabbit hole. The caucus? The, the caucus in the primary. I, I, I think it bodes well for the Democrats. I, I, I was going to say, as, yeah. as tough as it's going to be and as much as they're going to make fun of Biden, rightfully so. Yep. He's a, he's a decrepit old man. Yep. I think they got it. You know, because the fact is, is his grip on the party isn't as cast iron as I thought. It is. It's the most, he's the most dominant force, and he's going to be the nominee. But I think it's interesting that Nikki Haley has actually had a little bit of a voice in this whole thing. You know, it's like, well, she's a brown woman. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, and when she's, I, up, and I was going to make fun of her, but she really is. She's Indian. Oh, absolutely. She's an Indian woman. Now you know why the fucking right hates her. You know, it's well, it's also God. You know, next thing you know, they're going to snubber for so, an Oscar. Well, I'm sure they probably look like the fact that she got rid of the rebel flag after that guy killed those people in the, in the church. Oh my God, she's such, she's so woke. Oh my, come on, that's what she did. That, that was her. She'll yeah. run on that. She'll say, you know, "Hey, I, I got rid of the rebel she's flag." She's a fucking rhino. She's a she's a Mitt Romney Republican. Oh my God. But yeah, no, the point is, is she wanted to put a voice out for Republican women who are completely freaked out by this monster called Donald Trump. Major rights have been have been you know taken away. So, I mean, there, she's trying to give a voice to some Republican women because the fact is uh, women are going to vote for Democrats, even though Trump knows this, too. But he's going to choose that woman from New York. What, what's her name? Elise Skelectike uh, oh or whatever my, the fuck. She, she's, she's like, like a crazy. She, she's like a Reddit conspiracy I mean, theorist she's she's like a nazi i mean she's just like everything he says it's yeah, like, that's it she does not see logic you know yeah right <laughs> yeah oh, that's how you come out of I that saw one her interviewed and she's like the look in her eye 
She, and she's 39 years old, man. She's I love that 50. we're talking about Nazism with that stern. That is a Goebbels-ass <laughs> fucking face on Colin <laughs> that, right that here. V. Look at that purse. The V, purely, that's his, it means purity. The volume V. I don't well, know if you knew that. To say. I don't want to go down that the rabbit hole anymore lips. of, uh, of uh, fucking yeah. Colin Goebbels. I like your pointer there, Keith. You've turned a leaf. What are you? A pro- you're a professor in a biology it's my class. magic wand. You know, there here is the stamen. That's my Here's, Harry you know, Potter wand, you know. baby. <laughs> Mac, uh, Justin Herbert, and now they're paying for Justin uh, for Jim Harbaugh and a brand new facility in El Segundo, which is not far from SoFi wow. Stadium. Yep. For wow. those who have not been to Los Angeles, yeah, I don't know the. Kind of. I thought they were going to go stadium there. Yeah. But they're going practice facility. Yeah. I think it's a little embarrassing as a any professional team to have to share a stadium. To me, that's just like yeah. your owner's cheap. Yeah. Well, you got to pony up. You're paying the Rams. You paying the Rams went. I know. <laughs> Are you late on your went charges? <laughs> well, the fact is, is that, I mean, it's a smart move. I mean, they did that, yes, for football. They did it for just mega events. I mean, this this city can still draw mega events. You know, it's a it's a megalopolis. So, I mean, they, they can draw all the First Super Bowl was in L.A. for a reason. Yeah, absolutely. Isn't that? Sidious dies. Well, I said this until Super Smoking Bowl Smoking fucking heat rockets and yeah, long exactly. Long darts. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Frank Gifford used to do ads for cigarettes in the 50s, playing for the Giants. <laughs> After a game, I enjoy a smoke. But Super Bowl one to Super Bowl twenty seven, which was the first uh, Bill Cowboy Super Bowl, but you probably don't remember that one. That first Bill no, Cowboy. That's kind of the first one I remember. You were probably like six that's years like old. That's like the first or, Super yeah. Bowl I remember, like because Michael Jackson did "We Are the World" exactly. at halftime. Exactly. Well, he, the fucking he did, ruled, dude. Absolutely. Well, that, yep. there's a place in your heart. So. Don't, dude. <laughs> you got it. It's such a complicated topic, Michael Jackson. You know, the man begat hits. Yeah, oh, oh, he was a musical genius. You can't deny that. But the point is, yeah, the Bills, point is, Bills Cowboys, 91. But L.A., Super Bowl one to Super Bowl twenty seven. I think L.A. hosted the Super Bowl like six or seven times. And then it didn't host it again until the Super Bowl two years ago. So it didn't host the Super Bowl for like almost 30 years, which is crazy if you think about it. I mean, L.A. used to be one of the cities when I was a kid growing up. Super Bowl 14 was in L.A. That was the Rams Steelers. Super Bowl 17, the John Riggins run, you know, Dolphins, uh, Skins, mm-hmm. that, that was in Los Angeles. You know, uh, Super Bowl 80, in 86, the uh, Giants beating the Broncos 39 to 20. That was in Pasadena. You know, I mean, it was a state. You went to Pasadena. And, and then the next one after that was the uh, uh, Cowboys and the Bills. So, I mean, it, it would have uh, Super Bowl 7 was there. The Dolphins going undefeated. You know, Super Bowl one was there, the pack. And I mean, it got the Super Bowl. All, Super Bowl 11, the Vikings last yeah, Super Bowl was all in Pasadena, you know? the Orange Bowl yes, were big ones. Absolutely, in the early days. So it didn't have a Super Bowl. So I think L.A. knew, well, we want to put our face on them. You know, they're going to get the Super Bowl every four or five years now. It's just going to be a staple. It's going to be in L.A. a lot. I mean, they were Geography smart to there. do that, you know? Um, I'll get to Michigan in a second. But this was the right choice. It is the best current job available. And you, you very rarely... I mean, when's the last candidate that eventually became a coach that was a sure thing? I mean, Matt LaFleur was respected as a coordinator. There was no sure thing yeah. replacing Mike McCarthy. Um, I mean, Mike McCarthy I would argue still going not. to the Cowboys. He had a Super Bowl, but that was not a sure thing dealing with Jerry Jones, and it hasn't been a sure thing. Jim Harbaugh is about as sure a thing as you get. I mean, even Belichick, if he went to Atlanta tomorrow. Yeah. There's no sure thing. I don't have a quarterback. 
<laughs> they will Ray when Coach the Bears trade him Justin yeah, Fields. Mean, th- they, they the they, they're obviously making a decision a about, like, Harbaugh's we need some coaching to instill some discipline. That, uh, what is his name? Brandon Staley was in over his head, man. Those, I even I mean, after he got fired, there was even word that the Bears in the facility would be like, this guy's a fucking know-it-all. Oh, 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 about, about, about Staley. Staley. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, how about what's his face? McDaniels. I mean, we talked about him, the, the Raiders coach. He's great. He I does mean, mushrooms and smokes weed and shit. Seriously? Yeah. He's, you know, the comedian Dan Soder? Oh, yeah. They grew up together. They're like best friends. Where, where did he grow up? Where, where? Uh, Colorado, the suburbs. Uh, oh. Littleton, Colorado, where the oh, shooting yeah. happened. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. So he's a, he'll eventually be the Broncos coach. Because that's like his hometown team. Well, he that's coached them before. He coached them before before he coached the Raiders, and he got fired there. No, Mike McDaniel. Oh, Mike the McDaniel. Dolphins coach. Oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. I thought I was talking about Josh John. McDaniel. Yeah, yeah, the guy who's no, fired from the because he's a total idiot. He's supposed to be an asshole. This is not a big list. Yeah, yeah, but this uh, is you got to move off probably a Khalil Mack. Yeah, uh, you get more for Bosa, but they'll probably he's a little fragile, but they'll probably you know Bosa's going to jail for storming the Capitol, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, James, believing sure that? Can Allen, you imagine Mike believing Williams. that narrative? Um, wow, it's crazy. They need, um, they have what the draft is furnishing at the very top. So they have the ability to move yeah. down several yeah. spots and accumulate more picks. Yeah, that's one of the teams the Vikings might picks. might uh, trade it. Is the Vikings might trade really up their pick. have a uh, situation where Dean Spanos is not a meddler. He's really not. Now, you could argue in San Diego, they had a small staff. They didn't spend enough money. You can argue they were cheap. I don't view them similarly in Los Angeles, and he's yeah. not a meddler. There's Spanos kids are in the building. But but again, uh, on the operation. He's got inside uh, dope, you know. Oh, he's he always making people eat dinner with him to fucking spill all this shit. P- p- pump him for information. I was at dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some girl threw wine at me. <laughs> and now they've got a really good pick. So this is really a perfect situation and a very easy lift. Hit on yeah, some draft picks. I, I tell you what, man. Not, yeah, Harbaugh's good. I, I, I think oh, they're going to be good immediately. They're going to be good almost right away. I mean, they're going to win like four or five more games for sure. You know, he'll fucking bring in his whole little hotshot staff from Absolutely. Michigan. He's going to bring his kid in. Coach special teams. The little tar Jack with the glasses. J- no, J- the seven-year-old. Can you imagine him, the little kid, <laughs> the autist on the on the sideline? What is it with these quarterbacks and their, you know, like Jim Kelly, I think, had kids who had problems and Boomer Esiason. It's and, all the probiotics. And, 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 and Dan Marino, they all had like, they all had, they had like, what was going on? Why? We call them cereal box children. You know, like, why? why Flutie the, Flakes were always towards the autism ooh. society. Wait, 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 eating Doug, Flutie, Flutie? Doug Flutie was a big yes. autism advocate. Absolutely. He had a kid. His that, son yeah. was like nonverbal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, Flu- Flutie, uh, he gave a speech for division. fucking Herschel Andy Walker, Reed, man. Payton, he went to Georgia to speak on, on Herschel Harbaugh. Walker's behalf. Really, Come on, man. Really Come on, Flutie. He spoke for Herschel Walker. You know? Anyway, you know, what's he Thinking about Michigan, and I, and I, and I do think uh, it's the right time to leave the NCAA and sort of the ambiguous punishment. Uh, it's never felt fair. It's never felt even-handed. <laughs> Um, you know, it's the, there's no, you know, there's a rule book by the NCAA, but it's really it's fuzzy. anti-capitalism. You know, during the COVID year, I mean, people were just. It's because it's stuff. not allowed to be this governing institution. That's the reason why it's you know you can then say it's weak. It's the argument against the government. No, the government isn't allowed. It's actually because we have a weak government that the reason why there's such a uh, 
a, 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 the government's so inefficient and wasteful. There's other things that it could do to make it more efficient, you know, to make it operate clear. Then you can just blame yeah. it. Oh, no, it's bad. No, it's not allowed to. The NCAA is not allowed to. They figured it out. It's the fifth professional sport. Saudi money's behind that, too, I have a feeling. Saudi money. 100%. You know, dude. behind that. They're in so- everything. That PIF, that yeah. Saudi investment, the SIF or whatever, the PIF. The PLF, God. the proliferation, M- making money moves yeah, in America. But it was JJ yeah. McCarthy that was ultimately the big hit. <laughs> this V-neck's going to be a noose if I don't produce numbers for him. Well, he just, won't drag. Yeah. Work. I think it's going to work. What fast. I like about you know, these Saudis—they threaten your life, they threaten your family, they 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 cluck like a chicken when you sign the deal. My uh, <laughs> my uh, the Vikings are going to trade to the Chargers. That's one of the rumors to go to from eleven to five. Fan- oh yeah, Flores. I heard yeah. Flores is on the is in interviewing for the head coach job in Carolina. I heard oh, he today. Is? Yeah. Oh, oh interesting. Because yeah, because he. Uh, he uh, defensive coordinator of the Vikings right yeah, now. Yeah, well, there wasn't an immediate interest in him, and I think that he was. A, I think that people were surprised. I, I would love it if he stayed. How do one you more feel season. about this, baby? I, I would love it if he stayed for a season. Another season. The Dolphins fired Fangio. Oh, they did, and they're saying Philly's going after him. I say the Vikings go after Vic Fangio. Well, he's the guy who did. They won't because Ed Donatel. He Ed Donatel was. Yeah, a, but a, Fangio a, is the guy. Yeah. He made. He's one of those like instant Harbaugh on the defense, like. He'll take you to top ten immediately. Oh, oh, Flores! I don't know if you. I don't even. Pay. Flores was totally good like the this same, year. No, he's a four three guy, right? Flores. No, he's a three four guy. Yeah. So it's Fangio's the three four guy. Well, what I liked about it was that he just he also realized they had, they were so weak on defense they had to just blitz all the time and they speaking, did it quite well. Speaking of that, that video I sent you of my first sports consciousness game, which we'll get into. Yeah. That is the first three four. The, they mentioned Carolina, the only 34 defense in the league. Exactly. Because everyone went 4 3. 3 4 was dominant in the 80s. 3 4 was dominant in the 80s. Giants ran the 3 well, 4. 46 is a 3 4. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The 3 4 was because on turf, on turf, you could actually get good at you were quicker, you were faster. But then the 4 3 just took over because, frankly, guys got even bigger. Linemen got bigger. They gained 30, 40, 50 pounds. And then defenses had to get bigger to engage them. But the three fours made a comeback. It's kind of interesting. I, I think it's because the spread offense is it, it meshes better with that, you know. But yeah, no, I like Flores. I actually want the Vikings to keep Flores. I was glad that he wasn't interviewed right away. And, and I don't know, maybe he'll take that job in Carolina. But they're pretty bad. That they are a bad football team. I don't know if they're a very good front office either. They've ripped through coaches by the dozen, man. I I love it. They should just pay him some more money. Pay him more money and have him be a coordinator for another year. Their defense next year, because their defense was vastly improved. Their defense was god-awful two years ago. Vikings had a bad defense for three straight years. Truly bad defense. And Flores came in, and they, they were a much better defense. They got worn down by the end of the season. They got their heart ripped out. A bunch of D-linemen got hurt you know, because they weren't big enough. Uh, but, uh, but, but their defense obviously improved. They shut out the Raiders late in the season. <laughs> they had a shutout. You know, that never happens with the, with the Queens. They, they, they just their defense. So I like him. I don't want him to go to Carolina. I don't want him to go. I want him to stay in uh, in Minnesota. They should give him like five hundred thousand bucks more a year or something. You know, just say, sneak hey. previews of TV history here because he was good. Ooh, ooh, ooh. What was the Reagan one? Oh, that's the State of the Union, nineteen eighty-seven, January twenty-fourth. We're gonna <laughs> listen to that. The Super Bowl, wow. Broncos, Giants. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's put on the Super Bowl. Well, no, yeah, we're fucking. Hold on, baby. <laughs> I'm excited. A whole other show. We're going to go to like week that. six, 1995. This is my sports consciousness game. Wow. Carrie Collins. You see, to me, this was like the mo- the NFL was just getting uber modern. It was just like. Field in Chicago. I mean, you this- can tell this is kind of like where Fox Sports is kind of like finding their footing. They're kind of a shit production. 
Oh, absolutely. God. Vikings were terrible that year. Vikings didn't make the playoffs. You know, I would argue Dennis Green was basically wearing out his welcome until they drafted Moss. When they drafted Moss, it was a shot in the arm. Do you need me to turn you up? No, no, you no. Want it? You like no, it? Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Raymond Harris. Raymond Harris. He got hired <laughs> by, by, by a Division two team. He's 83. Raymond Harris is 83. No, 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 no. Oh, no. Glanville? Uh, Glanville. I'll tell you who's not any age right now is Rashawn Salam. Yeah. Wow. Did, did, he, did he shoot himself in the noodle? He hung himself. In oh. the noodle. You know? So far, <laughs> I don't see that Heisman trophy. I don't see that. Finishing the play. That's what he's got to do today. Carolina comes in winless in their first four games. Although last week, Jerry, they played a pretty good game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Had a chance to win that football game. And if you want to root for somebody, the Carolinas have a running back named Derek. Oh, I hate that. Derek. He went wow. Oh, yeah. He had to go to a, a college at the end of his career to get another year's eligibility. Oh, oh, oh. is this the expansion year for them? This. Yeah. Wow. I also apologize. For some reason, this recording is only coming out of one, like, whoever uploaded this. The oh. channel is off. Oh, so, yeah. Like, yeah. When the game audio is only coming out of your left ear. I'm sorry if you have vertigo okay. doing whatever you're doing. We'll try and talk it, it, over. Is that Alonzo Spellman? Richard Dent. This is Dent coming back. Wow. Richard. Wow. Uh, Dent was a very good. Dent played, I think, like ninety seven. Well, and here's the thing: you got to think about it. Peyton kind of created the era of these guys playing more than like eight years. So, like, this was only ten years off the Super Bowl. So, like, oh, I it's know. Full, and Dent was a rookie the year of the Super no, Bowl. No, 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 no. He was in his it second was his second year. year. Second year. Yeah. But like, it's f- totally feasible. Butler and Dent are on this team. That '83 draft is like one of the greatest drafts in NFL history. It just proved if you know what you're doing as a front office. Like, I feel like oh, you they drafted their whole line. It, it, everything they drafted like eight players contributed. You know, guys in the, the they used to have twelve rounds in the draft back then. Like ninth, I think Dent was an eleventh round pick or a ninth round pick. You know. A state. Son will commit suicide in about five years. I think he ODs on the H. Oh, really? Yeah. And then Eric Kramer shot himself and survived. He shot himself in the face and lived. Oh, but he tried to commit suicide? Yeah. Wow. Couldn't handle it. His son, Griffin. Griffin Kramer. Oh, that's rough. As opposed to Andy Reid, which we know how he dealt with his grief. More cheeseburgers, cheeseburgers, please. He brought it on. He added, you know. I mean... (laughs) He added lettuce, <laughs> is what he did. So, so therefore, that makes it a healthy thing, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Look at that, Jerry Font, no, Jay Lewenberg, Big Cat, rookie wow. year, Andy Heck, Todd Perry on the offensive line. I remember line. Andy Heck. Fontenot was decent. Rashawn Salam, Tony Carter, Jeff Graham, my guy Curtis Conway catches a forty-yard fucking touchdown. Keith Jennings at tight end, and, and then oh yeah, I, I'm gonna say the defense for Carolina. I bet you it's like Kevin Green, uh, Car- a couple Bears too. No, Kevin Green's not on the team. Ninety-six. Oh, they the got year in the next joined. year. They got in the next. Kevin year. Green's on the pay on the the Steelers because the Steelers play the Cowboys. Oh yeah, in the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's right. Yeah, I want to see who this is. I remember Greg Craig played for Denver. Gerald will yeah. Sam Mills from the Saints. I, I don't. Oh, Latham. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Tyrone Poole. Pat Terrell. Tim McKayer. From, from, the, from the 49ers. Yeah, they actually had some good veterans on that team. There was some guy. I mean, I think they were actually pretty competitive. 
You know, I, I will give the NFL credit. They learned from the Buccaneers and the Seahawks. Because the Buccaneers were, so, they learned with, with these. Because this was the year I think of Jacksonville and, and Carolina. So this is the first year I remember kind of watching. Now, in your, as someone who saw the beginning of Wanstead, would you say his first few years were very successful? Were you kind of like, fuck, you know, the Bears are just going to keep being good? Like Wanstead's fucking not terrible. Uh, I, I thought they were kind of mediocre. Although they beat the Vikings in the playoffs in '94, and and apparently in the pregame they, they claim they them. claim how Wanstead said the '95 team was better than the '94 team. Yeah, although they got killed by the Niners. The Niners beat them 51 to 10, I think. In the NFC title game? Oh, no, 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 no. In the divisional game. Then they played the Cowboys the next week and beat the Cowboys. They, I think it was 41 to 10. No one was stopping the Niners uh, that year. Yeah, I mean, they were, they got Dion They shit housed the fucking. They beat the Cowboys. And the, the, the Chargers. Yeah, that was a bad Super Bowl. I was flying from San Francisco to Chicago. I had to go to a fair housing conference in, a, in San Francisco. That was great. That was so like. Like going to San Francisco on my own terms, I felt like this complete like independent human being. Like I'm living my own. I'm 26 years. I was 25. I wasn't even. No, I was 26. I was 26 years old. It felt. It was fun. I had friends in San Francisco. Offensive coordinator of the Bears this year, Ron Turner. Oh yeah. Yep. Ooh. Also, I I found something out. My whole life, I thought Brian Cox was on this team. It's Ron Cox. Yeah, yeah, it's not Brian. Brian Cox was on the next year. He joined the Bears in 96. Yeah, yeah, because he was with the Dolphins in 95. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was a pretty good player for them. Cox was decent. This was when they were out to give motherfuckers concussions. Oh, I I was looking at some hits. It's just, it does look a lot different now. There's no doubt about it. My only knock with it now is that because TJ Hawkinson blew his MCL and his ACL. Some guy from the Lions took his knee out and then took out Higby's knee two weeks later. Uh, I don't like that. Uh, I think with the low hits aren't good. The low hits can really ruin a, someone's knee. I don't like that. You know, and so, because frankly, the Vikings made Hawkinson the highest paid tight end in football, and he may not play next year. The Dak, dude. The Dak is running yeah. TV ads. Absolutely. <clears throat> yep. But yeah, but... but he may not play again. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't know. Uh, Hawkinson. 9-11 America just yeah. uh, oblivious to what they're planning over there in the Middle East. <laughs> he just starts talk, warning people. Oh, oh, oh th- this was right before uh, Rabin was assassinated. That right-wing political assassination. We're coming off 95. We're coming off Oklahoma City that summer. There's, yeah. you know, there's that was, terror. That was, in the, that was in the spring. People are talking terror. I, I wanted to uh, post something. If Timothy McVeigh was still alive... Trump would be silent on it. He wouldn't say anything. He would, he would yeah, it's yeah, a tough situation. No, it's no, a, he would have no, he'd be asked, he'd be silent. They would lament the loss of lives, but that's it. Yeah, it's just like, oh my God. Do you know, w- 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 that actually made Clinton's presidency. Oklahoma City happening made Clinton the, the president. He was First teed- NFL start for pool. Uh, he was, uh, who else did he play for? I don't know, but I remember the name. Yeah, I remember him He bounced too. around. He played for a while, but again, uh, Clinton's presidency was floundering because in 94, the Republicans had taken over the House and the contract with America had occurred with Newt Gingrich. And then the Oklahoma City bombing happened in April of 95 and Clinton came on and gave his big national speech and people kind of rallied around him and he turned his presidency, his first term with that. And then he was able to get reelected because he was teetering at that point. They were going after him, you know, but he got his footing and became a, a, a good president, I think. As far as what a president should do, but uh, but those are now a long time ago. That's a long time ago, and and think times were uh, yeah. I say every every show, every show. It's not like an old man. 
times weren't that great back then. There were huge problems, you know. The, the Rodney we're King find out. out we're going to find out in the 1987 uh, State of Ugh. the Union address from well, Ronald Reagan. I wonder if he talks about Iran Contra on that. I bet you. I wonder if he if he addresses Iran Contra. That, that that was a true scandal of his of his presidency in the second half. Basically, he was asleep at the wheel. I don't know if it had happened. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, Sour Brun. Oh, yeah. He was actually a pretty good... Well, I guess he was struggling early on in the year. These are yeah. things that I misunderstood as a kid. I just thought Sour Brown was killing it. Yeah. and But apparently, he was having a miserable few, first few games. Well, I think they, he was a second-round draft choice. This is back when they were criticizing him because he couldn't get touchbacks because they hadn't moved the kick up, kickoff up yet. Oh, yeah. Is that is that Peyton? Oh, yeah. Wow. Four years left of life. Wow, man. Is uh, Walter Payton. Wow. I got well, I, I told you. Who the fuck is that? Some cardinal? Is that fucking Father Mulcahy? I don't know. Is that, is that Bill Gates? <laughs> you know something? Yeah, yeah. It took a lot. He's only 41 there. You know what I mean? He's I don't even think he lived until he was 50, Oh, he was right? 45 years old when he died. Yeah. He was born in 54 and he died in 99. My stepdad locked himself in his my... room like he was at, like he had a migraine when Walter Payton died. It really shut him down. Really? I've, it took him down. Really? Yeah, he was upset when, we, when Sweetness died. Well, I mean, he was, uh, I have to admit it, I was working. I, I just started working at the city of Chicago. And that was a, you know, that was a local story. It was on the news. Jordan had a quote and like, talked about what a hero my, you know, Walter Payton was. It was really Walter Payton's town before Jordan got there. And, uh, and I remember getting bummed out. Because uh, you know what it was for me? It was like an enemy had died. But your enemy also helps define who you are. So it was like I, I had a respect for Walter Payton. Right. So that you the, had the, good battles. Yeah, yeah. The, was, I was I like, hate <laughs> I hate him when he rushed for two seventy five uh, against the Vikings with the flu, the original flu game. Absolutely. And I, uh, I, 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 again, I couldn't. Let's uh, in this defense, offensive line. Blake Brockermeyer, he bounced around. Matt oh, Elliott, yeah. everybody else is a fucking flop. Mark Willie, Carrier. Mark Carrier. Yeah, he was a former Pete Metzelar's former Bill tight end. Yep. Bob Christian. I think I that's him. an expansion draft pick. Yeah, absolutely, man. Metzelar's was sacrificed to the fucking expansion yeah. blade. Well, again, I, I give the, Did the Vikings ever lose anyone good to the expansion draft. I actually don't recall that. With I don't think they did actually. I don't think it was anything I really cared about. I mean, I which is interesting because the NFL handled it much better. This was the these were the first two expansion teams since the the Seahawks and the Buccaneers. <laughs> which and the was Buccaneers, what seventy eight or something? Seventy six, seventy six, and the Buccaneers were an abomination. Did that blow your mind when they expanded in seventy six? Were you like, what the well, fuck? No, that's when I first started to pay attention. Seventy seven. But so I the Bucks are like an OG team for you. That's like the, well, yeah, but I knew that they. I mean, when I look at the, I mean, they were as bad as the Buccaneers or as bad as the pack was back then. The Buccaneers were the worst team in football by far. I, I've watched, I've watched some of their games, you know, you got gone back on YouTube and watched like a game and from 1976, literally Keith, they're really, really bad. You can tell they're just this awful football team. This is the drive where I think Kramer drops a fucking dime on this motherfucker. Yeah. Look at fucking, uh. Dan fucking or is that Jim Flanagan, Flanagan? Jim Flanagan, rookie Flanagan, giving a veteran guff. Uh, Look at that old field. Yeah. 
I actually like Old Soldier Field. I wish they would have expanded back and kept it 102,000 <laughs> seats. Exactly. Like they would for cattle drives and for, World's for, Fairs. For Gene Tunney and, and yeah. Jack Dempsey, you know? They fought there. I think it was like 110,000 oh, people were there. They had pro wrestling matches there all the time and that, stuff. That's amazing. That's a, what's amazing to me is that they didn't start playing football there. Like that the Bears played in, in Wrigley. I, I think didn't the Bears play in Wrigley until like the oh, early seventies, yeah, seventy two or something. I mean, seventy three. So like in the forties, they played in Wrigley, right? We, yeah, yeah. Soldier Field was for like special events. It was wow. a special like you know, if you needed a hundred thousand people, you used it. Wow. You got to admit that 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 must have been amazing. You know, when Soldier Field was done, that was like a mod, a modern. Oh, I'm marvel, sure they even know? talk about it. Only one stadium in the league looked like that. Yeah, the ugliest. <laughs> Dude, JB, the hardest is. working man in. Oh, look at that turf! This was always an ugly game to me. Like the uniforms on that turf. I love the Kelly Green last year. The Kelly Green. I think oh. Gruden was the O coordinator of this team, right? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. There we go. No Trump Tower. Man, moving to Chicago, boy, I felt cool. When I moved to Chicago, I was like... You said you moved to L.A. in 95, I right? did move to L.A. in 95. I lived there for two years. Do you remember more. watching this game or no. knowing of it? No, no, no. I, I, had, I had literally just got... This was week six, right? This is week yep. six. So, I mean, I had just moved to... I mean, uh, I've been in California for two weeks like two or three weeks, interviewing for a job on Wilshire here. I got a job working for a fair housing agency, the Fair Housing Congress of Southern California. I made 36000 bucks a year, you know, which I don't think is that bad for someone who's 27. Look at those fucking shoulder pads. That is a fullback yeah. if I've ever seen one. Yeah, no kidding. I, 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 I did that gig, and then I did, I did a lot of stand-up. I did a ton of stand-up. This is a big game, Green Bay, Dallas. Wasn't that a uh, – big? they played in the playoffs that year, right? Uh, no, they did not. They did not. Oh, no, no. no. Oh no, no! They did, they did. Ninety-five, they did. Yes, that was they the did. NFC title game. Yeah, I think. yeah, because that that was the um, that was the uh, the championship game. Exactly. That that, that was the last of the uh, Cowboy Wani. Dynasty. Look at Wani. Dynasty game. Is really focused on offense since he has become. He looks oh, thin. <laughs> you know, just oh, th look at this. Yep, he got it. I leapt out of my bed when that happened. Yeah. Oh, Curtis Conway became my favorite football player on I, that fucking thing. So for you, because that happens so rarely with the Bears, right? With them doing that, like, rarely happens, right? Oh, dude. Eric Kramer this year? Yeah. Eric Kramer's still my guy because of this season. Yeah. Threw for 3,400 yards, still a Bears record. <laughs> it was thirty. It was thirty. He owns the single season Bears yard record. Oh, I so. thought he threw for over four thousand. I know the Bears have never had a four thousand yard. They've passer never in had their a four thousand yard passer. Nope. Never. Never. Now I realize the game has changed in the past twenty to twenty five. That's 25. crazy. You would think you would have one or two in there. You know, wow. Bad teams have four thousand yard passes. It, it, yeah. it, it means you have to throw for two hundred and eighty yards a game or something like that. It's not hard. Yeah, it is. Uh, the Vikings have had a four thousand yard. I Cousins, probably threw for four. No. No. He was so bad. Look at that do rag. Look at the do rag. He didn't throw for three thousand yards, dude. That's how bad Ponder was. Tavares threw for four, though. No, no. Uh, Dante Culpepper threw Brad for four. Brad Johnson. Dante Culpepper. Warren Moon. Uh, also, uh, and Moon did it back when four was like an all-pro fucking year. Oh, because yeah, five was the all-time record. At that time, yeah, it was Marino's record from '84, which you have to understand. That was like and a it pinball was machine. Five thousand thirty-four. It was, was like eighty-four, just over the fucking line. Yeah, yeah, but it was like 
And he also threw for 50 touchdowns or 48 touchdown passes. I mean, he, he was incredible. He was, an, he was a great quarterback. Like, it truly, I mean, it, it was like, it was revolutionary when he came into the game. But anyway, yeah, even the Vikings have had it. I mean, Cousins has thrown for over 4,000 yards several times. Uh, he's just, uh, when it matters the most, that, that stat is a bit overrated, you know? Uh, I think when it, what matters the most, are you a gamer? And the fact is, McMahon was a gamer, which means that when it mattered the most, he knew how to make a play happen when it mattered the most. And some people wilt in that moment, and I'm convinced to this day that Kirk Cousins wilts in that moment. Here, we got a game break coming up. He, he wilts in that moment, Kirk Cousins does. Rashawn Salam. Was this was his second year, wasn't it? This is his second year? Here we go. Jay Novacek. Yep. Were you just sick of like oh, Green Bay Dallas at this point? No, Green Bay I still didn't hate them because they hadn't won the Super but Bowl. Dallas, yet. you were just like, what the fuck? Well, because it reminded me of the seventies and America's team. It was like, oh my, they're good again. I hate them. I do not like the Dallas Cowboys. My very earliest memories that they knocked the Vikings out in the seventy-seven championship game. They beat them twenty-three to six. Didka was a special team coach. Go. Uh, Didka was a, was a coach on that team for the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. they, didn't the Bears get him from Dallas? Oh, absolutely. He coached there for like nine years. He had a perm. Oh, that's <laughs> he great. He had a man perm. He, if you see old yeah, highlights. He, did. he looks like a young Gene Hackman. Yeah, yeah. If you ever watch, like, the, like when they played the uh, Steelers. Sam Mills. They played the Steelers in the Super Bowl a couple times. He was always on the sideline near, near uh, Landry. you got to appreciate the Panthers never changing their uniform. They, they, I tell you what, though, they are a franchise astray right now. They, they got some oh, real yeah. problems. I mean, they. Well, their owner is a meddling billionaire. You yeah. never want that. Well, is it that guy? Uh, David Tepper. Uh, who did they have before that? Richardson? Rich, Richardson. Oh, he was a total fucking <sighs> clan member. Ooh. Probably called the black people boy. Dude, I mean, he, you know, he, was, he played in the NFL. He played, I think, in the 1958 championship for the Giants. He was a former player. He hated the union. He hated the players' Ooh, look union. Look at this fucking assistant. You would think that if you were a player, you would actually like the look union. Look at a young Hockley. Yeah. Before he started fucking cracking the roids. He got on the horse fucking <laughs> proteins at some point. <laughs> he was riding the horse. He was riding the dragon. He was meeting this, this dealer. I, I've told you my ad Hockley story, right? No, I don't know. I don't, probably. I, 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 no, I, <laughs> so I went to a Monday night football game in New Orleans. The only time I've ever been in New Orleans. I love New Orleans. Went there with a good friend. I had two friends of mine. Vikings played the Saints. Monday Night Football. Watch the game. Vikings go ahead in the first at halftime. Vikings are ahead. on the screen for this. Uh, Vikings uh, are ahead at halftime. Like 13. Got totally outplayed. The Vikings lit. I'm not lying. The Vikings read 13 to 10. I think the Vikings had 30 yards of total offense. But they blocked a punt and Antonio Winfield ran it back like 80 yards for a touchdown. Which was a huge play. And then they also had another, there was like a fumble, but there was a play where Reggie Bush got his got a face mask and they didn't call the face mask. And had the face mask not happened, you know, he would have scored a touchdown, you know, but they didn't call the face mask penalty. And it was like about a, a midfield. Reggie Bush had two punt returns for touchdowns that game. Two, not one. Oh, he was electric. Two. For about six years, he was yeah. so dynamic. Vikings beat them though. But the point is, is that uh, he got fa face mask. Well, the crowd was just, I mean, apoplectic. I mean, Loud, raining down booze. Southern Boudreaux rage booze. Like, boo, we're going to take the white man's rights. I mean, it was like they were upset. They were pissed off, and Southern passions were riding high. 
So I, I had to go to the bathroom at halftime. You know, Ed Hockley was the ref during that. He missed the call. You know, so I, I'm waiting in the bathroom, just talking to a couple guys. People are very friendly in New Orleans. Very, for the most yeah. part, you can just chat with someone. Like, oh, really? And just chat for a minute oh, or yeah. two, and totally nice people. I, I'm chatting to some guy. I have my Vikings shirt on. You know, I'm not even cheering loud, which is not like me. Not cheering. This guy comes over to me, and he's just. I mean. He was so rage-filled. He couldn't even look me in the eye. Like his eyes were like, his pupils were like rattling. Like, what'd you do? Did you suck Ed Hockley's dick on the flight down here? I mean, it was like pure, like he didn't like Hillary. He heard I voted for Hillary. I mean, he literally had just rage in his soul. He said I sucked Ed Hockley's dick. That's because, great. I mean, it's like, like I had any sort of, I have no power over that you realize of, of this happened <laughs> Hercule raped me but I, I will know. say then he went away and the people I was talking to was like don't mind him don't mind him like they, they were actually like they kind of you know just Russell you know <laughs> don't mind him he's he's Boudreaux you know <laughs> a Boudreaux I guess is like one of those like Louisiana like yeah. you're, you're in like he the, was booning about town you know? <laughs> the booned we learned about the booned last night on the failed episode well, what? what? <laughs> so Nazi Town USA, oh, where yeah. they were talking about like all these different Nazi groups that existed d during World War II. Yeah, I believe. Apparently, it. there was this German Bund. Oh, absolutely. That, but we were talking about how it sounds like such a fun group. You know, you everybody wants to Bund. You go Bund. Absolutely. You go get your gal and you Bund. <laughs> I'm gonna no, change your battery. No, no, no. Absolutely. But, but they, I mean, uh, Bund is using a lot of things. Well, Giselle, her last name. If you look at it, you know, it's a, isn't her, isn't it Bund in her last name? But yeah, the 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 uh, the Bund is like what else was it? I think it's been like a nut Reichstag. The exactly, the soccer mean, league. Doesn't it just mean the germ? Like it's but, just half of German. Bundesliga Bund is German league. Yeah, maybe, maybe it. Yeah, it's like it's this weird. Like this is my identity. Ah, yeah. So what? What Although were the? They need to go back to what it was in the Nazi times. It was called Zuberliga. Is that what it was called? Zuberliga. Oh man. God. We will change the name because we are going what a to good develop. Freeze. Look at we got a '90s assistant coach there. I swear to God, I had a Bears jacket like that. <sighs> Hot starter. If you wore that now, would that be deemed kind of retro cool? Oh yeah, yeah yeah. I kind of got one. My white Bears coat that I got. But the coach told us if he sees one Who's of these players holding in practice and grabs a hold, he jumps off. He's probably the old line he coach. He kicks him right in their Ooh. taint. You know that area between the <laughs> asshole and the nutbag there. Ouch. He pokes it. You got a little prong oh. of cattle prod out there oh. in the practice. What, what Put a little it? icy hot on that cattle prod and get him in the taint there. What, 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 what? It's their offensive line coach. Who do you think it is? Fucking, I don't even, who was their old line coach back then? I don't even know. Fucking Randall Tice, Mike Tice's dad, some <laughs> shit like that. Oh, well, John Tice, Mike yeah. Tice had, had a brother named John Tice. They both played for Maryland. I saw him play in college. I saw you know, Maryland play Clemson in seven. You got Dan McJiggets out there, fucking the <laughs> offensive line coach. You know, how is Dan Jiggets still alive? I didn't think he was until you told me that. I mean, old it, it, maybe he's not. His head. On his shoulders, the suits the that he wears. The monsters in the morning, it's, him I mean, and Mike North. It's literally like, oh my, he's literally like almost 400 pounds. He is a large. I remember him playing. I remember Jiggett's being a tackle for them. Hell yeah. Peyton's I, rookie year, Jiggai was uh, on the team. Uh, he's one of the guys that uh, that uh, Didka got rid of. His daughter, you know? Lauren Jiggett's, is a big news, local uh, news person. Oh, uh, so she, yeah, he's made his name in, a, Low in media. You she know? just married a, married a white. 
<laughs> what? What are you talking about? <laughs> she married a white guy. guy. Tony Wise oh, Tony Wise. Tony I remember him. Wise. I remember him. Tony best Wise. One of the best in the business. business. Yeah. You know, some of the hyperbole they have is such nonsense. I feel like the NFL is the king of like, well, he's been a coach for 57 years, so he's the best in the business. Sounds to me like this cocksucker can't hold down a job. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he gets run out of Dodge. You know, he has the best offensive lines for a season and a half, and then they I know. figure <laughs> and then you get tape on it, and you can just figure gonna, you do some line stunts. Donnell Wolford. I like Houston Del- still existing. What happened in that game? Houston versus Minnesota, 6-3. Uh, Houston won. Yeah? Houston. I remember watching that game. Here in Los yeah. Angeles at no, the no, Dresden was, room. Yeah, I was, God, where was I? I was actually in Orange County. Okay. I lived in Orange County for three months when I first moved here. I, I lived near uh, Coastal Mesa. I used to drive up here to Mike's. And then I moved to uh, to Franklin, Franklin and People Gower. thought you lived in the hood, you know. And they, oh, oh, you didn't go south of Franklin back then. You did not go south of Franklin. And Frankie, going over, you didn't really go that far east of like uh, of like the the drawing room, that bar, the drawing room on. That's on the night we went east of the drawing room. But I, I used to go to <clears throat> Ye Rustic Cokehead all the time. That was my bar, man. Ye Rustic and Spellman before his mental break. There were a lot of good little bars in that little area near Birds. You know that area where the UCB theater is at? Yeah. I used to live right there. That's where I live. That's a pretty hip area, you know? I f- it felt like Wicker Park. So we're at an hour. Do you want to take a break, or uh, do you want to keep going? What else we got on the on tap for the first half? Let's get into Okay. Do you want to do TV League now, and then just go yeah. TV history? Yeah, let's do TV League Because this is going to be unbelievable. Let's go to the fucking... I got some things pulled up here. Ooh. We're going to have to... You're excited about this. I'm glad. Yeah, because glad. I got the whole situation linked up here. That looks like the the tapestry that the movie Aliens started off with, like the space tapestry when the model comes in. I think Aliens has aged pretty well. Do you think Aliens still looks good as a horror sure. movie? Sure. As a science fiction movie? I trust your judgment because you you weren't even alien. Born yet. I like two, and to me, Alien One was a little boring as a kid because yeah. like it takes a while. It's a little slow. Oh, it's a slow burn. Yeah, but it's good. It but is. Yeah, but, but Aliens, I liked Aliens a lot when it came. That's it my bit. shit. But I think Aliens still looks good, right? I mean, the, the, oh, yeah. The, yeah the, I, I, when I watch it, I'm like, there's some models. They've that look also a made dated. newer ones, so it's still like you you think of the old ones, and you there's enough new ones, so you almost see that quality in your head when yeah. you think of all the other ones and they've yeah. been remastered and i will say that blu-rayed that, and that hd pr- that prometheus i was i didn't i want the normal aliens then Don't they did the then they did an alien movie after that uh yeah they had to but i, I just that alien 3 was garbage and then alien resurrection i remember seeing alien 3 in the theater and being like this isn't good i saw it with my girlfriend at the time she got scared it's like it was too she scary got of a movie. scared she was like oh it's too scary of a movie for me so TV League. Of course, I was very sensitive to that, I'm sure. Come on, toughen up. I probably, that's what I probably said to her. So <laughs> the show that came in first place you know? this week was the Chiefs versus the Bills. Wow. 50.393 million people wow. watched this game. It peaked at 56 million. It's an astronomical number. Uh, we had Taylor Swift watching. We had Jason Kelsey doing shots out of bowling balls and <laughs> getting drunk, jumping out of the booth. Um, but this show scored fifty-seven point or got, fifty-two points because it got, got the bonus. I got a question for yeah. you. Yeah, uh, has there been a study done? You, may, you probably already know this. The Taylor Swift impact on viewership for the NFL. I'm counting it at five to ten because these games average. The other games average got thirty to thirty-five to forty million, like thirty to forty million, and this when she game was got not, fifty. When she was not at no, the game, this right? these sets of games, like this weekend's games, all got thirty to forty, oh, and the wow. Chiefs Bills got fifty. Well, they and knew. it ain't because the Chiefs are more popular. 
it's five to ten million people watching because Taylor Swift is there. Well, what was it compared to last year when when Taylor Swift wasn't around? So this looks bad right now because the I'm I got an old version loaded up on the computer. Okay. I'll fix it in post. I'll put the in po- thank you the one I want. Fix it in post. Uh, but here is what. Uh, so first place was Chiefs Bills, fifty point three nine million, fifty two points. Then you had the Lions and Bucks. 40.4 million people yeah that scored 42 points and then you had the the Niners Packers 37.5 million people yeah they got 37 points and then you got uh Texans uh wow. Ravens 31.8 million I watched that game 34 Chunks and then it. coming up with 10 mil 10.317 million 30 points Mr. Bates first the post office <laughs> a mini series but not strictly come dancing I thought it was going to be about some fucking terrifying post office murder. No, it's not. It's about some fucking asshole that, you know, some fucking post office chart overcharged people for shit. And then some dude took them to court. Wow, Real boring that, 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 ITV yeah, type shit. And, and red lines can't get made. I think my story is a little more interesting than that. You know, something a little more relevant, you know. Uh, but yeah, that's a, what's interesting about that. That tells me there's obviously a Sunday uptick. People are used to watching football on Sundays, so that's the reason why there's more people watching. I think on Sundays, I think that 49er Packer game was actually a very compelling game. I hate to admit it, we were texting during that game, and you have to admit it. Weren't you thinking to yourself, "Uh oh"? Were you thinking when you were, were like, "Uh oh"? the pack might actually be good. Were you thinking that? I mean, I'm still kind of worried about that. That's yeah. why I want the Bears to really nail this off season. Yeah, it's just. But I will say, they got some good young skill guys. They do have some good young skill guys. You can see it. In terms of the modern NFL, they're definitely uh, uh, morphing or, or changing their, their team and their so game. Here we know? go on streaming. Yeah. Uh, we had Young Sheldon at 1.48 billion watch minutes come in first place for Chuck Lorre Productions, 52 points. That's a lot. Season two of Reacher, 1.18 billion. 40 points. Amazon MGM Studios, which still looks weird to to say because they bought MGM. Wow. Um, The Crown. The Crown. Left Bank Pictures, 1.139 billion, gets the 37 uh, points for increasing its viewership. And then we had Bluey, 925 million, 34 points. And then Grey's Anatomy, scoring 30 points for Shondaland. Um, Overall, let's look at the standings. Sunday Night Football retain, remains in first place for the National Football League. Wow. 852 points, followed by Suits with 727 points. Bluey, Bluey. 655. Kid show, right? Kid, Kid show. show, but dogs like it too because it's yellow and blue. They wow. make it with colors that are palatable to dogs, so like dogs literally like watching. The so show. you and your dog can watch a show together. Whoa. People are making they make Instagrams wow. and TikToks of it. It's you know people like it. Wow. What's the age of the average kid who watches Bluey? Six, think? seven, eight. Yeah. By the time you're eight, you're probably peeking out of Bluey. It's, yeah. it's a toddler show for yeah. sure. Yeah. And dogs are retarded. So, you know, they <laughs> like it. Um, and then you have Grey's Anatomy coming in fourth here for Shondaland. 655 points, but it's scoring slowly climbing up. The cream rises to the top. Then you got fifth place NFL on Fox, 491 points. Wow. To see the separation, though, the 100-point separation, that top four is starting to really separate yeah, itself yeah. from the rest of the league. That's amazing. God, Grey's Anatomy is a durable show, man. It, it has a loyal, loyal following. I can truly say I've never watched a single episode of that. <laughs> I, I have no I, I know that Patrick Dempsey was in it, right? But I, I have no idea. What, I mean, I have no idea. It's a, it's a medical show, which I find boring. I used to like ER was the last good one. St. Elsewhere is a medical show. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
from the 80s. That, 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 Howie Mandel. So then we Denzel have Monday Washington. Night Football in eighth place, 410 points. Wow. Strictly, strictly come dancing. Ninth. Uh, then you have the OT, 60 minutes, Young Sheldon, The Crown. I got a question. Follow the House of the Usher, Virgin River, NCIS. These are all kind of Virgin stagnant River. shows. I still have a certain pride that I got my script to the producer, one of the producers of Virgin River. Yeah, they make And I actually got notes back on And they gave good, quick notes. And then coming up from the bottom, we have Mr. Bates versus the Post Office. Scoring 30 points for ITV Studios. Deal or No Deal Island, which is not featuring Howie Mandel, by the way. I forgot he works for Fox now with uh, America's Got Talent. Hmm. Um, wow. Witcher, Ahsoka. Yeah, the New Year's Eve for the BBC. The Big Ten title game. So, yeah, that's your TV league, Big everybody. Wow, absolutely. So I, I got a question for you, though. Uh, Monday Night Football that will actually now descend. Because the strike is yeah, over, so exactly. it's going to be back on ESPN. Monday, Monday Night Football? It's, oh. not, it's exclusive to ESPN. They only showed it on regular TV because no, 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 of the strike. No, I mean, when the season ends, is that going to affect its, its standing? Because it won't get points. Yeah, other in. teams yeah. will start overtaking yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm thinking about working in a way to get to keep like those that, shows though. going. No, no, no. I think it's a good... Well, it, you can see trends during the year. and I, I think it's good information. I like, like it. We should I almost like make... Like, even though they're not going to win the title, we should do, like, seasonal champions. Like, the Every NFL, NFL won the quarter, but it's not. Yeah. NFL is going to win, it's gonna like win the spring title in the winter. Almost. It's going to win the winter for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I, and that's what I forget. We're going to get UFL for the spring. The new spring league. <laughs> the United States Football League. You're yeah. going to get, like, Birmingham Stallions. I, I got to admit it. I've been watching some college basketball. Wisconsin's good this year. So I've been watching a little bit. They're playing uh, Michigan State on Friday or in two days. I'm going to watch that for sure. What do we got here? K-State versus Iowa, Iowa State. State. Those people literally just work in the arena. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I have an idea of like, you know, there needs to be some AM radio out there uh, putting out some progressive voices into rural America. It's called fucking uh, NPR. Yeah, it's but- boring. Progressive radio is boring. Oh, no, 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 no. NPR is okay. Although, you know, some most of their stories, uh, whatever. I have a little more knowledge than they do if you want me to get uh, smug Ooh, let's here. Let's finish out on a, with you a know. little hate. Oh, absolutely. Oh, this is good. They, they feel compelled to fact check in real time, whether it's fake Jake Tapper, who's who's not a journalist. He's a liberal talk show host. Or what the are you? Hat conspiracy theorist. You're a fucking, you're a jock. You're a disc jockey, you fat fuck. About Trump and Russia and Putin, you know, for years on NBC. And now she's actually saying what he's offering, you know, explicitly is if you pick me, that'll be the end of politics. You won't have to deal with politics anymore. You won't have to deal with contests or divisions when it comes Look to power. Look at the cleft in that chin. It, Very travolta They just make it up. And they make it up year in. And he lost his Ozempic chin. See, they stopped. They, he's on the Zemp still. They never get who, who, hit. Uh, uh, <clears throat> Hannity? He used to have a good thick neck. We talked about it oh. a few episodes ago. Wow, really, really. And it gets proven false. They never get held accountable. Why is that? That is just not true. They, they literally live in a different reality. Like, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. It, they literally live in a different reality. Like, <laughs> the way they perceive things, and it, it's such a um, a point of view that they're trying to push across. And they say, well, you're just liberal. It's not liberal versus conservative. It's sane versus insane. Some would say it's... By the rights, how bizarre. How bizarre, how bizarre. I mean, I hear their arguments, and I have them, their arguments in my head, 
and I'm glad that I think I know a lot of their arguments. They're just wrong. You know, I mean, they're just wrong. And also what they're appealing to is just, it's not, you know, again. You want to take a break yeah. or you want to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's That's find a music yep. channel for the boys. You want to, what, what, let's, let's, we're in 87, so we get to listen to 80s music. I don't, uh, I think the two, the first two primaries, I don't think, I mean, Trump won them. It's not surprising, but I don't think they were necessarily impressive. I think there's certain weaknesses, boy. I can't imagine suburban women voting for him a lot. I got a feeling suburban women are going to go two thirds for Biden, and, and that's a pretty major advantage, you know, to me, because obviously Biden's going to push the. Uh, there we go. The you know it's going to be reproductive rights, you know. Oh yeah, All Mr. Right. Mister. We'll see you on the other side. Eight to ten minutes.
coming back. It's 80s. It's music. We're coming back. Millie Vanilli sounding shit. Yeah, Rhythm Nation was a, that was a huge, came on 89. Rhythm Nation is what it says down there, Keith. Welcome back, ladies eight, and gentlemen. 89 was yeah. Rhythm Nation. Yeah. I was 20. When did 19, when did uh, 1989 the song come out? 84, right? Who, who? Prince, the Prince song, 19, oh, 1999. Oh, that came on 83. Okay. Yeah. I remember I, I, I played that. Legit, when I see any nine, year that ends in nine, I think of the Prince song. I was <laughs> I was booked at a club in Madison, Wisconsin for New Year's Eve from 98 to 99, and I played the Prince song, 1999, and I counted it down. Like, hey, we had silly string, and we were shooting on each other. Hey, we, 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 no, we, we had party gifts. We, people were throwing confetti around. Happy New Year, hey. And as I did that, this woman reached into her drink and pulled her ice out of her drink and made an ice snowball and threw it at my face and hit me. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, that, 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 that was a road moment where I was like. Snow hurts, dog. I, I mean, it, it was ice from her drink. You know, I, I was on stage. Okay. You know, I was on stage doing Hell stand-up. Yeah. That's metal, dude. Uh, yeah, it, it, it was a New did Year's Eve. Did you call her a cunt? I was just like, you did that. And she was just laughing and pointing and no one noticed it because everyone was, was free. You know, they were, all, they, were all, they were counting down the New Year's and we're all excited. And I remember I was just like, I don't like working the road. I was like, I don't like working it. I just, I, you know, a lot of clubs on the road, I just didn't enjoy it. That, that's certainly one of the reasons why I probably haven't developed, you know. Uh, I, I just did not like it. I did it enough to know. Well, I did some one-nighters at some colleges. I just didn't like, I got booked at clubs. I got booked at some clubs. Not a lot, but some. It's a very lonely existence out there, you know. And you're also going to these redneck towns, man. Ooh, man. Ooh, Sal. You know, this was rough, man. I was a senior in high school when this happened. I feel like the 80s is when, like, well, the 70s had it too. But the 80s started to refine, like, shock television, if that makes sense. It kind of shock yeah, journalism, you know? Had a yellow journalism streak to it. I mean, now we're living in the complete, like, this is what... This is how information is disseminated to the masses. So obviously we don't want to show. I've all, we've all seen the Bud Dwyer tape. Blood shoots out of his nose like a goddamn hose. This is the original TV report on the suicide because a few people actually showed the suicide. Oh, Bud Dwyer was elected state treasurer in 1980. He was going to go to jail for like embezzlement or something like that. It was his second term, though, that spelled the beginning of troubles for the 47-year-old veteran politician. Don't Last like May, this. the state treasurer and former Republican state chairman Robert Asher were indicted in what became known as the CTA bribery scandal. After a trial that lasted over a month, both men were found guilty in December for their role in a kickback scheme involving the awarding of a $4.6 million contract to a California computer company. In wow. return, the two received promises of $300,000 in kickbacks, but no money ever exchanged hands. Dwyer was scheduled wow. to be sentenced tomorrow. <clears throat> look, he's 47. I'm 54. I look better than that, don't Dude, I? Dude, he <laughs> could just, he was not ready for prison that hard. Yeah. Charges of conspiracy to commit bribery, perjury, mail fraud, and yeah. other counts. Yeah, he right was caught. Up until the end, Dwyer maintained his innocence. His lawyer was seeking a new trial. Dwyer is survived by his wife and two children. His co-defendant, Robert Asher, is scheduled to be sentenced Tuesday. <laughs> Ed Weinstock, New Center 8. Wow. Uh, is, I wonder if that guy's still in prison. His buddy. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. So that was Dwyer. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know something, Sal. Checks <laughs> the business brief. 
You know, Here you we were go. all about the business of '87. Uh, I'm just I, kidding. I, well, yeah, I was. <clears throat> Good evening. It was another wild day on Wall Street. The Dow Jones Industrial Average soared almost 52 points. Its, it's biggest 2,100 points. Do you know much? The dollar can. It's like 34,000 now, right? Oh, it, it's it's almost it's 38,000. Yeah. It's, li it's literally seven, eight. Nine. It's over nine times as valuable as it was then. And and this is only uh, 37 years ago. You know, it's fall, despite I mean, you realize that you know this stock exchange has been right? around since like you know forever. You know, I mean, oh, yeah. it had a value in the 19th century. You know, it's it's just back when it was just Vanguard and Barclays. To me, just what value has turned into, and what value is, and how things are valued, it's crazy. You know, but the companies that were dominant back then, like GM, like these traditional Speaking, companies. I'm actually rereading this comic book that you would actually like because it's yeah. not superhero. It's called The Black Monday Murders. Sure, and it's the idea. That all of the heads of the financial people, the fucking Bischoffs, yeah, and the fucking, uh, fucking all these rich and the ass fucking, motherfuckers. And the fucking <laughs> Let me get their names. They, That's okay. But no, yeah, look we, at the hierarchy. Yeah, what's what's the story though? Or what what's the they essentially are they sac they made a deal with Satan to make them rich, and the give is is every now and again. Satan wants bodies and they do that through financial collapses. <laughs> so like the story of all of them, like uh, people threw themselves out of buildings Yeah. in this comic book, they show people literally throwing people out of the window because <clears throat> that's how they know they owe Maman. Because oh, like oh. when the stock collapses, they're like, it's the money. So they have to start hucking people out of the window to like sacrifice lives to the devil to balance the scales. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> Charles Ackerman, the Ackerman seat, J.W. Bischoff, the Bischoff seat, Raymond Dominic, the dominant seat, Milton Rothschild, the Rothschild seat, and wow. Abigail is Rothschild's familiar. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Those are old like names. That's a, that's pretty subversive. I respect that. Like, look, this you dude know? just starts speaking in tongues on the, on the market. <laughs> this fat guy, this fat guy's job in the whole thing, he has the worst one. His gig is literally like... He's there to start bleeding from the nose to let them all know when Mamone wants the fucking. Oh, uh, okay. This is the beginning of the great crash of 29. Okay. So that's when he starts saying, like, huck fuckers out of the window, dude. We need yep. to fucking sacrifice lives, bro. You realize, you know, and I, I often give you a, give your generation a hard time, and I'm wrong for doing that. Not wrong, but just I have to be understanding of just you've lived through some pretty rough times, actually. Like the 08 financial crisis, which again, you probably didn't really think about it a hell of a lot because you were like 19. Yeah, but it was like a real thing. Like, it, oh like, yeah, when I, when I when I worked at that time in affordable housing, all the banks just quit lending on affordable housing. The like the entire industry was going to come to a standstill, which is a pretty big deal, actually. You know, uh, and, and but and, and, and so you had you had to live through these things. That honestly, the 08 financial crisis was the worst financial situation since the Great Depression. Since they the Great Depression, it in the Black Monday murders. Yeah, it wasn't the stock market crash of '87, or there's a recession in the early '90s. They also mention every, even the late every great crash has happened in October. Oh yeah, absolutely. end of October, and that's a part of like the mythology they weave of like yeah. why it had they sacrifice lives, and they say the market has never opened down on November first. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it just, you know, but people like to look at it like it's just the, it's not really the economy. It's measurement of the economy. It's faith. Yes, the stock market's not real. It's all, it's gambling. <laughs> that's what a lot of it so is. So that's why like all of these young people are protesting all these companies because they support Israel. And it's great. <clears throat> it's yeah. great to show the, the your financial power. 
Yeah. But they, because all these, like Starbucks is stock tanked, all these companies stock tanked. Yeah. But I'm like, but you know, Starbucks is still the most popular coffee. Like no one stopped going to Starbucks. Yeah. It's just yeah. the rich people that are invested in Starbucks shat a brick. Yeah. And took their money out yeah but that doesn't mean starbucks's business actually was yeah, going down yeah, bud yeah. light lost stock price but it remained the number one light beer <laughs> yeah. in america yeah did you see peyton manning does bud light commercials oh yeah he's trying to be like southern it's woke, bouncing right? back well yeah, i, I mean, support the, the lab you know <laughs> that's probably not a popular position to have right because he's a southerner i wouldn't think so i mean no. i look at him as being a southerner you know but he but he had i'm sure you know, he's had a lot of african-american friends i'm sure and his father you know played for the saints anyway sorry no you're good uh, yeah this is a People can't fill out their W-4s. Yeah. The form is too complicated. Yeah. And the nation's money supply registered its biggest plunge since the Fed began keeping records. On New York, eighty-seven. There was a big, there was a big market crash. There was a big market crash in eighty-seven. It lost twenty-five percent of its value. People were fucking with gold hard then. They haven't put gold on the fucking TV line in so long. Not you know, gold was big in the late seventies. What's a three motee bill? Uh, three month uh, treasury bill. Okay. So yeah, that, that, that's like how you, uh, it's kind of a standard of how money is lent out, you know. Then the but dollar. also, uh, so the, the dollar. I'm sorry, I'm sorry how, how, how federal money is. So is uh, that the dollar the being ninety nine cents or is that ninety nine fourteen? But w w what's I can't the see dollar the, value. It says ninety nine point oh. fourteen. I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know what that's measured against. I'm Dan Quartz. Yeah. I am Dan Quartz. I'm named after a rock. No, but but it is. Uh, there was a big financial crisis as far as a percentage goes. Uh, 87 in October of 87, it lost 25% of its value, which is one of the biggest drops ever, like, like in the top three to five of all time. Oh, yeah. There was a huge financial uh, uh, crisis, not crisis, but there was a stock market. So crash this isn't Wisconsin, but it's close to where you were, I guess. January 23rd, 1987, St. Paul News, oh, 10 yeah. p.m. Eyewitness. Where was God. an Adam Crocious? Not me. I'm oh, I remember she was like, whoa. You were being troubled with me, you know why? You want to get married? You know. <laughs> no, I'm married. I Uncle Merle, Merle, dude. <laughs> Uncle Milty. He sexually assaulted a gal or two. Oh, uh, he was. Uh, I think. I think. Well, he also was. He was on the spectrum. He. Uh, he was bisexual. Yeah, I, I guess he had sex with a lot of men. It's no good. He had a huge dick, I guess. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a legend. I've heard it. I've heard it. He had some gigantic cock. <laughs> a good pain. <laughs> that's hysterical. To make that your identity, like John Holmes, I, I know what I can do. Johnny Wad. I can have sex on film and make money. His story is pretty great, man. I mean, it, it's, Ooh, like, it's tragic. But it, it is. Have you ever seen like documentaries on John Holmes? You must have. You must have seen it. There's been a bunch of movies made about him. I, I feel like Boogie Nights did a pretty good job of capturing some aspects of his life. I know there was a movie with uh, what with Val Kilmer playing him that it was pretty good. I thought so because Kilmer's good. Man, he was Holmes was just he was truly he was on heroin, right? Oh, he was a, he, he was such a freebase addict that he used to carry his works around with him in a in a, in a briefcase. Hell he just yeah. had it. He was he was stealing uh, um, uh, whatever uh, not furniture but like uh, uh, from LAX. He would get luggage from LAX and like sell the contents. Like he was a total junkie, man. And he died of AIDS because he's had to do gay porn because he couldn't do straight porn anymore. They wouldn't put him in there. Dude, so he totally got thrived in these times. They make him get AIDS tests. They got to wear condoms. Yeah, he was. And he died. He died at, a, at the VA hospital on uh, the one right on the uh, 405. Look that. that looks like some guy my Uncle Tom golfed with named Fonz. <laughs> 
Yeah, this is this will be really square news. Oh, geez, we got the price of the grain. That graphic. Good evening, everyone. The head of the Minnesota National Guard wants to investigate the use of fire hoses on protesters last night at Twin Cities International Airport. Jesus Air Force Reserve has sprayed water on dozens of them. They just sprayed water on them. I, I, I wonder what the uh, what the protest was. Scale a security fence at the military what the protest post. was. The protesters were displaying their opposition to guard training missions in Central America. Dave oh Andrews yeah, is this more contra shit? Dude, dude, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. When I was going into college, like Central America, that was kind of like the quasi Vietnam. Vietnam of, of my generation. There was a lot of people, you know, the, the country total. I mean, the country had so messed with governments We're gonna in get Central there. America that 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 it uh, there was a lot of protests against it. It was actually kind of a kind of a big deal. Like that that was the, I, I remember Man, going Reagan to Reagan had protests. to follow the Super Bowl. <clears throat> yeah, and it was a good Super Bowl. It was the, oh yeah. Well, that, well, that, that was, was the, the comeback. That was when fucking the Bron that was Broncos Giants. That I mean, it was a, no that was the Redskins yeah. was the comeback because the Broncos were up at halftime. Yeah, 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 but yeah. But that was when Phil Simms threw like nine touchdowns in the second half of that well, game. Well, yeah, 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 exactly. I think the Broncos we'll were actually... We'll get to that, too. They were actually leading, yeah. Today and the yeah. reaction to the spraying last night. Yep. Spraying. Members of the coalition of groups... I love how they keep saying spraying. This is also, I think, in like the middle of winter. I think it's like January and they're them. doing this, you know? Look like the fucking Amish out there huddling over some fucking cabbage. Fourth Reserve Post today. They fear last night's incident overshadowed the issue. It is the Amish. Look at them. It's fucking Minnow Hostetter and the, and the boys. The surrounding their protest. U.S. military involvement in Central America. Yeah. But it was the use of fire hoses that drew the headlines this morning. Yep. Many of the demonstrators expected to be arrested for illegal trespass when they scaled ladders placed over the barbed oh. wire fence. They were not prepared for the dousing they received in the sub... The most 80s thing in my head is when that NBC peacock had 47 feathers and not just the five. <laughs> and it just opened up. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Zero temperatures. Were you a like? Would you have done some of this shit like if you were involved in local? Like, were oh, you were you a big revolutionary like this? Like, yeah, let's go to the airport and fuck some shit up. You know, dog. I mean, I, I would go to definitely go to some protests, go blow some joints with the boys in, in, and uh, in Madison. I remember going to some. But you know, I'll nothing. go watch and we'll go smoke some fucking <laughs> dubs. I also uh, like, Karen O'Jones is going to be there. I was a member of uh, God, what was it again? Well, God, not Common Cause. That's what I did when when I was twenty years old. When I was eight, seventeen, or eighteen. What's the release of prisoners, like a, a political prisoners? You write letter campaigns and stuff for political prisoners that are, that are being held. I can't think of what it is. But I used to write letters for that. No, 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 no. It wasn't that. It was left-wing, actually. Uh, but yeah, I'll think of it later. But I used to do letter campaigns when I was a teenager. Like, I, I was, you know, I was pretty woke for a young kid. Certainly at that time. Yeah. Dude, that's January in Minnesota. Well, I'm going to die tonight. Bull Connor. You know what I mean? Yeah, th th there, were a, there was a lot of protests against uh, middle, uh, America's involvement in Central America. There's no doubt about it. I mean, of how we had messed with governments down there for years. Ma invaded Panama to, to, to get rid of Pineapple Head, you know, of Manuel Noriega. We couldn't trust him down there. So we took him out. This is like some current shit right now with Israel. Oh, dude, it's... With Israel and Palestine. Things were happening back then. No doubt. I mean, Central so America. So what was Israel and Palestine like? Were there, was it, was, was yes. the lib thing to free Palestine back then too? Uh, th there was a little bit of a movement for that, but it was more get out of Central America. Get out of Central America. Get out of Latin America. Get out of Central America in particular. So that's that. That that, that was the big push. It is interesting how like being focused on certain causes could like 
like people just kind of let Palestine get fucking terrorized for so long before before everyone kind of realized like oh yeah those well, people are getting fucked I up. mean I mean my writing partner has been vehemently pro Palestine for you know for ever you know and so certainly hardcore leftism that they were not I mean what's his face uh, uh you know uh, what was the guy who wrote uh, Noam Chomsky. He's a he's very much anti. He's very much pro, not pro Palestinian, but just like listen, the Palestinians need to have a place here. They need to have a voice. They're literally going to get exterminated. What were you, you know? saying? I was trying to explain what you were saying. You were saying that like you feel all of them have a historical or what right to that area, right? Like what, the uh, Jews and well, it, it, there's like it, there's been so much such an influx of different people that have owned that part of the world and managed because that you really know? was in the Bible. That was just like religion central. It was like Vegas yeah. for religion. Yeah, we yeah. got your Muslims, we got your Christians, yeah, we got your Druids, <laughs> we got your Hoo-Hoo's and your Tutus. And it's where it all kind of came from, you know. And it's just, just suffered two broken ankles during the incident yeah. when he jumped from the ladder, placed yep. over the fence. 21 demonstrators who trespassed on Stop the war in Nicaragua, I think. Is that what it was? Yeah. Stop MN Guard. Uh, Oh, the Minnesota National Guard was being sent there, huh? Exactly. There was an investigation into it for doing this. At Twin Cities International Airport. Like, this was a hot topic, I'm telling you. Like, because there was a real fear of, like, don't make this another Vietnam. Don't make it another. Vietnam still cast a shadow. Our question is, did the Air Force Reservists act properly when they sprayed water on the protesters? Well, so far, 4,435 of you have called yes. and say yes. Of course they, they said yes. Of course they said yes. say no, they did Absolutely. Those hippies yes. deserve fucking Absolutely. pneumonia. Listen, those were conservative times. <clears throat> So when you romanticize the 80s... Look at the 900 number, the peak of the 900 number, yeah. huh? People spent 50 cents to voice their opinion. We should call that now. <laughs> what? It's just some dude named It would just Phil. be for something else. What do you mean? Yeah, I'm telling you. That's what, when, when you're, when you're gen the generation Look younger than you... This bitch looks like David Bowie. When the generation younger than you worships the 80s, you see, they don't know what they're talking about. It was really conservative. It's part of the reason why things are bad now. A lot of the oh, social no, people contract. know that. It's I not, hope they know it. The, it's like separating the art from the artist. People that are my age, like, even though you don't agree with this anyway, yeah, it's not the power. Everyone understands about the Cold War and about yeah. how fucked up the eighties was. Yeah, they like the colors and they like the yeah, bopping, well, th th and that's it's, not it's, good either. It's the, they're trying to. Uh, embrace the cult like oh they were a little hipper than people say they were type of thing like the 80s like 80s music is fun like but it really is like Grand Theft Auto Vice City that game hip the 80s yeah. because like the game take and it's one of the most popular games yeah. and it takes place in the 80s and I used to play it a lot I, actually, I liked it I, it was good no absolutely and, and the th thing about musically speaking I have to admit I think there is a lot of I mean, rap truly started in the 80s. That's absolutely when There's it started to develop. in the 80s. You know, absolutely, absolutely. There was some good music. There, 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 there truly was. And a diverse range of music that could be underground for years. Bowie, the Stones. Know? I mean, the Stones kind of sucked ass yeah, they, in the Yeah, they, they were terrible. Yeah, I didn't care about them. Uh, but it was like a very good like a new wave punk scene. An attorney for Dale Allen Hansen says that his client, a Vietnam-era vet, saw that movie a week before the incident. Hansen what movie? did not see combat himself. What movie? I want to this. Vietnam movie Platoon may play a wow. role in the defense of a man accused in that hostage situation at the Burlington Air Express Company on Tuesday. So you got triggered. An attorney for Dale Allen Hansen says that his client, a Vietnam-era vet, saw that movie a week before the incident. Platoon. Did I can't tell you. Platoon 
was like a pretty big. So he did something, and now he's blaming platoon. Yeah, that he was triggered by it because he's a Vietnam vet. Look at that guy. I'm telling you, the Vietnam vet thing. The country had not come to terms with the Vietnam War yet. It still had not come to terms with it. And, and platoon was like this opening up this wound. Even though Apocalypse oh, Now and Boys and Company now, C were out, I'm it sure, was a real like. Oh, I'm sure they did it in WW2, the big one. Yeah, but was Vietnam first the kind of big war where you're just re-releasing people into the world with serious mental issues? Like, oh, yeah. was it like the beginning of the mental health crisis in this country? Oh, I, I think it certainly contributed to it. It's certainly in the '80s. It was all Vietnam. A lot of Vietnam vets in the '80s. I said this before. Used when I was a kid. I remember was a kid, there was a father in my Cub Scout troop, and he was one of these. His arm, it was not a normal, like, oh, I have a birth defect. And I wasn't born with an, with an arm below the elbow. It had been ripped off by a mine. It was so mangled. Hey, Aponte's here, baby. It, it was so mangled. And I, and I remember being kind of afraid of it, you know, when I was eight years old. You know what I mean? Like, no, I didn't quite, you know, it was, it was gruesome. And he, you know, he's a Vietnam vet. So, and you were afraid of Vietnam vets, like the homeless. I, I have distinct memories of being in New York and this guy like throwing a piece of rotten fruit and saying, Vietnam, you did it to me this time. Like he was yelling that like when I was a great. kid, you know, it's like. Vietnam's like, his dog. Like, like you kind of feel, <clears throat> at least I did. I remember having knowledge of that because I was aware of this stuff. But Platoon coming out was definitely like, whoa. Vietnam's going to be dealt with now culturally. We're going to finally deal with it. You know, Rambo was trying to do that. We were going to go back and win the war. It was a more mature book, uh, movie, but we it, did it, wasn't, not it wasn't deal that good with movie. it. I used to think it was a good movie. It's not a good movie. Platoon's not good. Look at that fluff. Look at that fucking mullet, dude. Nevertheless, yeah, that mustache. His attorney, Thomas yeah, Bauer, shit. says the movie had a profound impact on Hansen. He says Hansen cannot remember taking a hostage, so he may use the delayed stress syndrome as a defense. Hansen was told by his attorney. Now, yeah, yeah, the like platoon, the, the, the military scenes in platoon were deemed like the most like realistic movie scenes that how war is depicted. Dude, those glasses were probably seen as so modern. Those are like 90s wires. Yeah, in yeah, the late 80s. Yeah, that, that, that's like Sally Jesse Raphael a little bit. Yeah. Although Sally Jesse Raphael was even more they were larger. But yeah. This is yeah. what if fucking if old uh, Chris Elliott never made it big, this is what would have happened to him. Yeah. Chris. Well, you can tell. The friends that uh, worked under me at Burlington Express, I was one express that, you know, I was very close to him and I do care about them. You know, that Tom Berenger can really turn a tail yeah. on screen and yeah. I just don't remember. <laughs> Charlie yeah. Sheen said, "Let's frack them," and I just blacked out. Yeah, <laughs> that, I mean, that movie was deemed like a really realistic portrayal of war. You know? By the way, Rob, in the chat here, uh, I want to make sure everything's nice and not skipping. Just give me a uh, an a okay on quality here. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're two, almost good. two hours in. So. Tonight convicted a Robbinsdale woman of second-degree murder in connection with the death of her two-year-old adopted daughter. Dude, this is back when a parent was drowning youth in bathtubs. Oh, yeah. was accused of violently shaking her daughter, Maria, and Oof. causing injuries so severe uh. that they led to the child's death. The child Oof. died last July of bleeding in the skull and also Oof. swelling of the brain. I bet you that kid. Oslin maintained that the baby fell off the couch and hit her head. Sentencing for Oslin Oof. is scheduled. She fell down. Oof. For February the 4th. Yeah. The governor of Georgia is taking no chances on violence tomorrow in Forsyth County. Where oh, I remember this. Plan to march I remember this. Last week, they were stoned and they were taunted yep. by Ku Klux See, this Klan is why it's like, whoa. Yeah. To march through an all, all of these people will be on the Jerry Springer show this week. Uh, oh, oh no, yeah, th this was, I remember this guy, guy yelling, we don't need AIDS, we don't need blacks. Like, the, And the Forsyth County of Georgia was, was going to integrate. Yeah, I remember this being a big story. I remember Forth Forsyth County, Georgia. White area. The governor is calling out the National Guard to maintain order along that route tomorrow.
So, I mean, the issues, I guess, hey, hey, Keith, just let you know, the issue existed back then, too. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, but I I will say, I got to be honest with you, it's really flared. And I got a pretty high tolerance. It's flared up pretty big. It's flared up a lot. The brown man is under siege, man. They're, they're, I mean, they're really. I mean, they're really trying to make them the boogeyman, you know. But I think enough people see through it. I think enough see through it, you know. But uh, the anyway. brother man is under attack, you know. That leads our news from around the world tonight. Oh, what's this? Twenty-four people were injured in Madrid when about four hundred students clashed with police. That followed a march by thousands through the city. This is the fourth day march. of protest against proposed higher fees and stricter standards. See, they oh, throw Molotovs in Europe. This is oh, what yeah. we need to be doing. This season. Well, exactly. we, only, we only do this when the Lakers win championships. The, the, yeah, exactly. This is like, they actually have genuine militancy over there. And there's a reason why labor has a voice over there. Yeah, you don't make as much the money. The French set people on fire because they raised their <laughs> retirement age. You know what I mean? I mean, like, shit happens. So it's like, but... But here, it's it's no, it 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 is. You just capitulate to the rich. That is the message. Just capitulate to the rich. They have so thoroughly brainwashed people. No, they deserve what they get. You know, I. It's just, uh, it's unbelievable. I mean, Spanish yeah, university. you would make less money if there was more like trade unions in America. People would make less money. Who cares? Who cares? You'd have more time off from work. Marines from serving as police during demonstrations. Yesterday, those Marines opened fire on a crowd demanding land reform. Twelve of the protesters were killed and a hundred wounded. Military leaders admit the Marines overreacted. Where was holy shit, Manila? Oh yeah, in Philippines. Philippines was rough. Even when I was a kid in the '90s, the Philippines was like. You like reference them in jokes. What is this fucking Thailand in here? (laughs) Well, Marcos was a strong man there, and uh, oh. Uh, Corazon Aquino, Cyprus, Garo Upremium, fucking coming back. For the arrest of hijack suspect Muhammad Ali Hamadi. What's interesting about Germans this? Are being advised to I feel like the '80s was the first time you, you started getting a lot, like real time stuff started to happen a little bit more. There, there wasn't such a delay, like stuff would get filmed and then be yeah. on the air. You'd hear about it that co- day. Yeah, yeah. It was like whereas in the '70s and eight and '60s, last that week, did not, in, yeah. uh, you know, we've had time to cover this up. So, and so now so I'm going to so sit here smoking. And, it, it, it was pretty raw, though. Like, again, Did people smoke in the 80s on oh, camera? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That happened some. It was starting to wane. It was starting the to wane. The chat says, I was told rich people will protect my right to be poor. <laughs> yes, they will. Out of Beirut. Uh, honestly, it, if, if, if... an envoy, Terry Waite is... Oh, yeah, Terry. Oh, yeah, this is Still Be- in Beirut. Beirut trying yep. to negotiate the release of Western hostages held by militants in Lebanon. He's been meeting with the kidnappers. For Do you a see how this see, was a story? Th- that was a Howie Mandel reference in the comedy special I remember in Chicago. He had a lizard because he, he was talking about how his lizard would get flagged at, at checkpoints at yeah. the airport. And he'd be like, what am I going to hold the airport? Take me to Lebanon. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. You know, Lebanon was like... The big reference. Oh, yeah. It, it was more so than like Palestine is now. Like Lebanon was talked about more. Because Israel invaded Lebanon, whatever. It's, it's such a fucked up area. For days now, and, and while he talked with yeah. them, two more unidentified foreigners were abducted today in the Lebanese capital. Yeah. A Lebanese radio station reported that they nearly kidnappings. secured the release of American dad. Terry Anderson and Thomas Sutherland, yep. but there's been no confirmation of that. Terry Anderson's sister, Peggy Say, was at the State Department in Washington trying to learn more about that report, but afterwards there was little that she could tell reporters who were there. As far as I know, um, there have not been any new initiatives. Um, they're certainly not going to pursue anything that involves 
if you knew Peggy say people when you're getting hostages it's like whoa that lady's got opinions on non-whites yeah that is a high and tight (laughs) fucking Karen-ish cut anything else for hostages Terry Anderson has been held hostage in Lebanon since the year 1984 the way she's reacting and while that b-roll was playing he was asking her out on a date so hard (laughs) what do you say hey come on come on (laughs) come on yeah, no, this is, me yank this on has that been big interesting. Forsyth County, For Georgia. I remember years, that. A Malacca, Minnesota man waited and wondered what had ever become of a soldier listed missing in action in Vietnam. Ugh. Well, tonight, Pat Milan has the story of a man. This was who still never a story. The MIA inscribed See, on they, they knew who they were going how for. That brought him together with the family of the soldier who finally came home. In yeah, November. yeah. For 15 years, Mark God. Packard has had a friend he never got a chance to speak with or meet. So it's the a long lost non vet, right? Sight because yes. the name is printed on the MIA. So brain. this was the like weird vamping on, like, let's do a positive Vietnam story. Oh, yeah. Let's absolutely. tell a positive Vietnam story. We know who our audience is. You know, it, no, it's also throwing a bone to that to that POW black flag. It's th- that we talked about a couple episodes with, with Rambo, too. It, it's throwing a bone to that that community. We lost the war. We didn't lose it. The government lost it. Again, it feeds into that same narrative that went on. I swear to God, I swear to God with the Nazis, I'll keep referencing them, but, but there was this whole narrative in Germany that the government actually lost the war. The soldiers didn't lose the war. Well, that was kind of a light narrative here. The damn politicians, if they would have fought the Vietnam War the right way, we would have won that war. They were still trying to resolve oh, they're that. they're bringing in old grandma, Pat's yeah. mother. It was a nice thing for him to do. Mrs. Ness and Mark have never met, but they plan to get together soon because they both share a common interest in Ns and Ness's past. I was just playing Bunko every Wednesday in, in yep. Tadis. You know, the, I mean, this is like... Look at the long necklace. The length of the necklaces in the 80s was unbelievable. <laughs> the news lady's yeah. got a long set of pearls on her. The, look at that fucking neck. Look Someone could the, just snatch that, couldn't the they? The turtleneck. I yeah. forgot that. I had a couple turtlenecks in the 90s. I, I, I had turtlenecks into the early 90s. <laughs> I got my heart ripped out on a, 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 a turtleneck. Yeah, absolutely. October of 90. your head into your shell. I was just, oh, I remember a Gen Westfall ripped my heart out. <laughs> I remember it, you know. What did, how did she tell you? I'm not interested in you, Adam. Ooh. Yeah. We, we were. I was trying to make something happen. Okay, here's the message I had gotten when I was younger, and this is uh, this is a reveal. Wait, now you're gonna. I, I'm gonna get whispery now because it's gonna get serious. This is a reveal. Um, you know, I was told you have to pursue the woman. You have to pursue her. I, I didn't really know what that meant. What do you mean pursue her? So I was just really aggressive and persistent. Hey, do you want to go out? Hey, on we gotta do this. We go? do this. hey, let's do this. And I, I was really pursuing her, calling her up. And then she was sort of trying to humor me. But she also was taking advantage of me because I had a car, which I find so lame. It's like, oh, yeah, I can leverage this guy. She lever- It was the first time it had ever happened to me where someone leveraged my interest in them with, with their true love interest. You know what I mean? Like trying to make their true love interest jealous. That happened to me. You know what you hear them? Oh, those, I hear you. Yeah, I mean, I mean that happens. Like right? they dated you to make the cool guy like yes, fucking it, Brad'll hate this. A- absolutely, absolutely. And I met him once, and he 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 gave me his handshake. Couldn't have been more limp. There's Crocious crying about his girlfriend. <laughs> So works easy on the eye. Write your poetry, Adam, and your new trapper keeper. <laughs> the trapper keeper. I'm finally getting a break. Get it? He's a nerd. Mead. I remember Meads. 
They still make mead. Oh, yes, like art was becoming hip and it's 1987. We have a little more money. It's so great. The government aerosol was king yes. in the 80s. Yes. The, the, the ozone layer was being depleted <laughs> by the second, you know? Look at that dress. Yeah, this was a more sophisticated ad. You can tell. When you're wearing your high back thong, you want to spray some aerosol <laughs> scent the on you. The thong really wasn't, I don't think it was like that. Uh, oh. And split my lip open. Mmm, cracked, peeling, cold sore too. Oh, yeah. Cold sore too? Even lip medics. I remember this. I was just uh, easing us in. We're going to go to the Super yeah. Bowl now. Yeah. But yeah, that's what happened. Well, to me. first, do you want to? This is a fucking Pat Morita was in a cop show called O'Hara. Do you want to <laughs> dip into a little O'Hara real quick or right to the Super Bowl? Let's go to the Super Bowl, man. But we yeah. also had the American Movie Awards that so, followed the bowl here. That's how I got my heart ripped out. I kept pursuing this because <clears throat> she was so cute, so they pretty. And I, LA. Yeah. And I was, I was put, pursuing her and I wasn't getting the signs. And finally, she just told, after like two months, She's like, yeah, let's meet up at the union. Okay, at a public place. She's like, yeah, I gotta let you know, Adam. I I, I don't like you, and I, I and I still I, I actually walked her back to her sorority house. Ooh, I walked her back, and, and I I got home. Delta bitch five. I uh, I didn't. It was the Kappa Delta, Kappa Delta, Katie house, and uh, and which I did not. I and then Crocious went home and went. Just jerked him off of the road. No, no, I, I did not cry, but I was close <clears> on that one. I was close on that one, Keith. So the, I did not coming cry. into this Super Bowl, first of all, what did the Vikings do that year in the playoffs? Was this the fucking their shit years? No, they didn't make no, the no. playoffs. Eighty six, they start. They lost to the Giants, kind of in a known game. The Giants beat them. Who won the Super Bowl that year in Minnesota? Phil Sims completing a fourth and seventeen pass. Giants beat the Redskins, right? Because yeah. the Bears lost to the Redskins. Exactly, exactly. Uh, Vikings. So were, were you being like Vikings are going to have to play the Bears? Or is that what you were thinking? Vikings Bears. Well, no, the Vikings didn't, didn't make the playoffs. In okay. Oh, but, I but thought they were they, nine, yeah. they were nine and seven, and you could tell they were improving. And I was like, oh, the Vi the Vikings beat the Bears this Ryan. year. The Vikings beat the Bears. The Bears had lost. The Bears lost three games in two years. One of them was the Vikings, and the Vikings dominated them. It was like, oh my god. When they kicked their ass that, that year, I was like, oh, the Vikings are a good team. But they also beat the 49ers. They beat the 49ers in San Francisco. But Jeff Kemp was the quarterback. But they choked late in the season, as they always do. They the lose chat a game. says O'Hara was up there with sidekicks. Ricky Hundley played for Arizona. The first half here, actually, Denver gives them a game. But you can tell late in the second quarter, the Giants start to like physically just handle them. Like I remember thinking this was going to be a close game, and I was wrong. Tom Jackson. You know, he's the one guy from their first Super Bowl. So about the breakup, the, yeah. uh, the uh, Aponte says, Hey, Adam, totally game for a mall Saturday, but we got to bring Brad, who I said I'd meet there. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it wasn't quite that young. That would be like three years before that or four. What it was is there was like a kind of a Halloween party at the Student Union, which was a totally cool Student Union. And she was there. I remember. I've heard about the Student Union at Old Wisconsin. That's, oh. how, that's how long I've known you now. Yeah. I know yeah. exactly where you're talking about. <laughs> Because the student union is great there. It was awesome back there. where all the liberal gossip happened. Uh, people would smoke joints back there. It was it was like bohemian, man. You'd it was very bohemian. No you know? Oh, absolutely. See a little tit sag. And, and it was just you know, a lot of hippies and you know street preachers. It was, it was this a, guy? Steve Foley. Yeah, I remember him. Uh, he, he was bad. Was and then Atwater on this team? Ted Lilly was on this. And he was No, Atwater was not on this team. Look at Dan Reeves. He's going to run the football. I don't know how I feel about it. We've got a couple black people on the team. I will say, Elway has two completions in the first half of this game. 
He throws a 51-yarder to Vance Jackson. Oh, no, a 53-yarder to Vance Johnson and throws a 41-yarder <clears throat> to Steve Watson. So his arm was good. Going into in his it, career. in your head, is this a dud of a bowl? Are you no, like, no, no. You I, were I, pumped I, I said this. earlier, I was like, I thought this was actually a pretty good, going to be a pretty good game. But then you could tell Fucking the Giants. Steve McConkie or whatever his Phil name McConkie, is. Phil McConkie, yeah. His kid, I think, plays for Georgia. You have to understand, the Giants being in the Super Bowl, to my mind, was like, the Giants are going to the Super Bowl? The Giants sucked when I was a kid. And then I didn't they realize sucked. most of Phil Simms' career was terrible. Oh, it was off. This was like was a seventh a, year. He was a veteran when this, yeah. Absolutely. He was drafted in 79. And they were, they were, they had a, a little, like an 81, they made the playoffs with Ray Perkins because Lawrence Taylor was a rookie. And then they took a big step back in 82. And then they hired on Parcells, who was awful in 83. But in 84, they started to turn it around. You could when did they get LT, you said? In 81. So they had LT, and, and and they just got the roster. Belichick was the DC of this team. Yeah, right? ab uh, yes, absolutely. He was like a, he was like the wonder kid. Like, ooh, he's thirty four, and he's a, a genius. He coach, came from you know? Iowa, right? No, no, no. B Belichick was a uh, was with the uh, was with the Colts actually. His very first job was doing film for the Colts. In Colts eighty seven, was Barry Alvarez with uh, Ferens in Iowa? No, 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 no. He, he was in Wisconsin. No, no, no. He was at Notre Dame. He was okay. at Notre Dame with this D coordinator for three years. Harry Carson. Or George Martin, he was uh, Doug Martin's Isn't he brother. The one, uh, what, who was the one that Charles Martin is the one who threw McMahon into the turf? Yeah, this guy was good though. Their, their, their defense was great. Jim Look at Burt, how thick that face mask is. Jim Burt. Jim Burt. Yep, he was good. Nose tackle when yeah. they would fucking nose. Yeah, absolutely. Rear guard, Derek McKay. <laughs> From LSU, the right defensive end, number 70, Leonard Marshall. Yeah, Leonard Marshall was totally good. On cocaine. Do, 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 you, do you remember the guy? Remember the hit on Joe, on Joe Montana, which was for the 49ers? That hurt his shoulder? Yeah, and it, he left home with the ball. Uh, Marshall had that hit on him, like three years later. Banks was a totally good linebacker. Broke for part of the Joe Theismann leg break. This was definitely like the beginning of like Parcells' legend. Now, were you, what was your take going in? Broncos are going to have a hard time. Well, I thought it was going to be a close game. Yeah, like I mean, this was a vaunted defense at the time, right? The, the, and the AFC hadn't sucked. You didn't realize how bad the AFC truly was. They lost was. like 20 Super Bowls in a row, well, right? Well, they had lost the previous year. The Patriots got outclassed. And then in 84, the, the Dolphins did. But in 83, the, the, the Raiders had won the Super Bowl. It was only three years removed from that. So the AFC, you didn't realize how bad the AFC truly was. This is when the NFC truly started to take over. Now, that period Taylor, of... They had Taylor. 85 to like through oh let me hit that button do you know where the button is on the back of that again that yeah no the other that that guy there you go okay. beautiful yeah no problem so redskins are Mark, redskins are dominant in the early 80s uh no the well in 82 they started to get good when they got gifts so what when the bears are doing their thing are they having to go through the Redskins every year? Was that a big like? Absolutely. Well, they beat them in 84. The Redskins were the defending NFC champ back-to-back -back years. And in RFK, the the Bears beat them. So would you Payton say threw a touchdown pass that 84, threw a touchdown 84 pass. until they got Gibbs again, they kind of started stuttering a little bit. No, 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 no. So when they had Schroeder, they were like still a powerhouse. From 82 to 91 uh, to 92 for 10 years, the Redskins were one of the elite teams in all of football. I, and I mean, like in, in the top three to five, they won three Super Bowls in a difficult division. The the NFC East was by far the dominant division. Buddy of Ryan's Eagles, the Cowboys. Well, the Eagles, not Eagles. It was, it was more Cowboys, Giants, Redskins uh, were the teams Ooh, that were actually really good. The and then the Eagles got good in the early '90s. Uh, uh, Neil Diamond, 
Neil Diamond does the national anthem. America. You know, sweet Caroline. <laughs> Ooh, we get commercials. Yes. I remember <clears throat> watching this game with my mom, my stepfather, and two friends, Lowell Nessie and Annie Reinecke. And El Elliot, my stepfather, was drinking a beer and like flirting with my mom during the game. Rubbing the leg. Yeah, putting the beer on her knee, knee you know? You know, like, oh, honey, you know? Ah, oh, honey. But it, yeah, it just... <laughs> Don't tell me we're interfering uh, here. Oh, it, look at it. It's a fucking dapper diamond. I could not believe... I, I, again, I couldn't believe the Giants were in the Super Bowl. Carl Mecklenburg. Who's broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous... Through the perilous fight. <laughs> we watched... So it's a little, the pacing's Hada. a little off. Through the ramparts, we were ba da ba ba. John Elway's like, what the fuck? Yeah, he's young. He's four, his fourth year in the league. Look how young he is, man. Now, is this kind of miraculous to you of like, Elway's got the Broncos in the fucking bowl, dude? No, no. They had been, they were, in 84, they were 13-3. and three. That was bef right before they got... No, that was Elway's like second or third year starting. So them getting them was kind of a coup of like, fuck, they, like, he went to a good team, essentially. Well, well, the Broncos got him because he did not want to play for the yes. Colts. He did not want to play for the Colts. So he, he traded. So he worked it probably to where like, oh, well, I want to go to a decent team. Oh, and also, but get closer to the west coast he wanted to be further what was west. the other team in play do you remember God, who was it i don't really know actually i feel like the raiders were always a landing spot maybe because he played at stanford yeah exactly but and it wouldn't have been uh uh san francisco because joe montana was just starting the, the they had, snake they had was not going to allow his well, position to be taken yeah snake was gone by that point plunkett Ooh, a baby in a tire they, they, the they era. didn't really need him they didn't they won a super bowl with plunkett in 83 that 83 game, like the, the Raiders were good because that Redskin team was great, but uh, they, they scored the most points in NFL history in 83 up until the Vikings broke it in 98, and then, and then the uh, uh, Patriots broke it in 07, I think. So uh, Randy it's Moss was fundamental here. to that occurring because he could just score touchdowns at will. That's why Curtis Conway making that long. Like, I feel like I never see a Bear game where they have a long completion like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Am, am I wrong? No, you're not that? wrong at all. I mean, they never have long completions. So the Vikings would have long completions all the time. Like, I was kind of spoiled on that. I have to admit it. Even with Chris Carter, they had some bombs. You know what I mean? Let alone Anthony Carter. That their cardiovascular condition, their endurance should be better. My favorite part of the Super Bowl was watching it go from day to night. As a uh, yeah, 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 yeah. There was something about that that was kind of cool. I didn't like when they had it in domes because of that. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. It gave it a certain aesthetic. The second half looked different than the first half. Because there was always a distinct afternoon game, yeah. night game. Like those evening games almost, unless it was like the Cardinals, yeah, like a West Coast team, like those late games started in the dark. Yeah, yeah. Tom Flynn. Tom Flynn. He used to play for the uh, Packers. John Elway, the outstanding athlete, that quarterback for Denver. The the, you realize, again, you realize, all the Broncos were was John Elway. That's just what they So were. they're running a 3-4. Oh, absolutely. Uh, that was the dominant defense. They had great linebackers. Their linebackers were great. Elvis Patterson. Yeah, Patterson was a good Herb player. Welch sounds like a guy just still Their secondary causing. was pretty generic. But, but, but wait till you see the, 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 the guys who play for the Broncos. It's Look like at him chugging. Sammy. Oh, he used to run. Elway was a running quarterback. 
early in his career. It's but he still wasn't fast. No. He just would run. He was a good athlete. He though. had no cartilage in his legs. He was he was a but they had like Sammy Winder as the running back. Here's the Gerald Wilhite. He stunk. <laughs> Vance Johnson and Steve Watson were they were like service they were average to above average receivers. In front Bishop Brian Cooper, Clarence K was Clarence K was a uh, Ken wife Lanier. I feel like every Lanier. generation has a Lanier in the NFL. They, they had a decent enough offensive line, but they got out they got out muscled. The, the the Giants were a focused football team, man. They were great. Again, if Martin wouldn't have body slammed McMahon, the NFC Championship game that year was going to be the Bears and the Giants. That was going to be a great NFC Championship game because their the defense Bears. still had teeth. Uh, Oh, oh, the, the 86 Bears were great. They were totally good. They had beaten them. They, no, they, they didn't play them early. In 87, they beat them the first game of the season. The Bears destroyed the, the Giants. Destroyed them in 87, the first game of the, uh, Monday Night Football, 34 to 19. But yeah, it, it was that would have been a great NFC Championship game. No doubt about it. But it didn't happen. And it was a boring uh, championship game. Yeah. It was Bavaro. Here's a, here's a Rod Gronkowski of his time. Oh yeah, he was a Gronk. He played Gronk. until like '96. No, no, no. Uh, he, he blew his knees out. He didn't play. I think he played till like '93. They caught him in like '90. It was like, whoa, Bavaro got caught. Didn't he win the second bowl with them? I think that was actually uh, Marv Cook. I could be wrong. The Giants was tight end. Sims a part of that Giants team and oh, just yeah. hurt? He got hurt. So they had hot, that. That was Parcells. Just that team was all putting them on Parcells coaching. <laughs> it, it was that team they, stunk. They, they, oh, they ran the ball five hundred and thirty-five times. Do you know how many times? Oh, you know how many times they fumbled all year? Times they fumbled one time. They fumbled. They never defeated themselves. So the, I mean, when they played that Bills team, was a better football team than the Giants. I was going to say, there's no doubt about if it. If fate there's ever no needs doubt. to rewrite something, that's one championship that should be taken away from a team. That Giants team does not deserve that Super Bowl because there's no doubt the Bills were a better football team, and it's the one they. Because you were saying out of the four they lost, that's the one that they absolutely were the better. Oh, team. Oh, there's no doubt. The, You're the, not beating the Cowboys as much as I didn't think of it because I kind of remember that Super Bowl. Yeah. The Redskins didn't seem like a good team that year. In so 91? I, yeah. yeah, they they were they were great. The Redskins lost two games that year by a combined six points. They lost two three-point games. That was it. I mean, they were great. And that was a return Joe Gibbs, right? Or was oh, he always... Oh, no, no, he was, he'd been there. He'd been, I mean, that was just them... Because I know he came back in the 2000s, too. Yeah, yeah. He, the game had passed him by. Gibbs was like... Uh, Parcells said Gibbs is the best coach ever to we'll go We'll go to the nighttime, and then we'll go to the address. Yeah, let's go, yeah, let's go to the nighttime. Because it, it was actually 10 to the 9 second at half time. is when this opens up. Phil Sims yeah. throws four touchdowns. It was a record. Absolutely. Let's watch a little bit of the end of the first half here. What time is it, man? It's like 7.30? 7.10. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I got to hit the road in a little bit. But yeah, that's okay. Mecklenburg was like their deal. Oh, he, yeah, he held him. Oh, look Ooh. at him. Yeah. Look at him. That's intentional. Absolutely. That, that'll get you suspended now. Now. Yeah, yeah. That was just Look dumb. at that face Sean mask. Landetta. He kicked until like 05. I remember him. Oh, was that Landetta? Yeah. Yeah, he, he kicked for like the Rams. Like an, like an 04 I remember 05. him in the 90s. Absolutely. He, he played forever. I wanted to see what the score is. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, here's what happened. Oh, this is a great time to pick up the game. This is a great time. Because they're up 10 to 7. You think, oh, Broncos, you know. Broncos, they're getting the ball back. They're getting the ball back at, at 10 to 7. You think, oh, the Broncos could do some damage here. Look at what you see what happens in this series. It's just like, it's so obvious that the Giants are a physically superior football team on this next play. Oh, oh here, let, let's, we missed it. Yeah, let's, let's go. 
Okay, here we go, yeah. So this is the first play after getting a... So the Broncos are up 10-7, end of the first half, but they're deep in their territory. They just got a punt they call the fair catch. This is the first play. I think it's pretty obvious. I guess. Yeah, they start to like... They Chip start away. to yeah. They start to assert themselves on them. You can totally see it. Like they know that they're there's close. a certain over over the year. It takes about nine games, and then even in a microcosm, like the Giants just needed to see a few plays. Yes. Like we've seen your scripted plays. Now you yeah. need to fucking be able to draw some shit up against. Yeah, us. yeah. And you're not going to be able to do it because we have like literally about six or seven better athletes on defense than you have. So yeah, and here's the, I think it's the next play. I think he gets sat. I think it's a safety. On like it's like a twelve yard sack or something. Well, I think this is still the first half. Yeah, exactly, because it's ten to nine. But you can tell. I, th I think a safety happens on this play or the next one. I think George Martin sacks him for more than twelve yards for a safety. I think. I could be wrong. I think it happens here. Oh, he got he got it. Because it was ten. It was down. Down as a result of contact. Yeah, I want to hear this. I want to watch this. This is great. <laughs> I'm totally into this because I'm, I'm trying to compare it to my memories. Oh, they say incomplete. Okay, say incomplete. Look at Reeves still wearing the suit. Yeah, he just died. Well, well, he he and uh, Ditka were the main assistants. He he was a Southern boy. Yeah, well, he was uh, from the Cowboys too. Let's see what happens. Is that? It looked like a catch to I me. Still think he had it. I think Summerall had gotten sober by this time. <laughs> I was I was now watching. Oh yeah, they had a, they had, they had uh, instant replays to take so long. Oh, absolutely. Still kind of does, but that would be if it's ruled a completion. Didn't they take instant replay away for a little bit? Oh yeah, absolutely. I remember when they brought it back absolutely. because some weird play again with the Jets happened. Where like it was clearly a touchdown and they called it down and they were finally like, all right, we need a little replay. And that's when they made it like the coach challenge version of it. Because back in the day, the booth could just replay anything, right? Yeah, I, th At I think. Will. I think. Yeah, I think. I and the whole like it's the eye in the sky. You shouldn't have Big Brother looking over your shoulder. It's the heat of the moment. It's like, well, you, know, you got to get the call right, you know. Just Clarence K was a decent bit. tight end, but he was also. I looked up his Wikipedia. Uh, he uh, abused his wife. He had some uh, rage issues. Oh, they called it an incomplete pass. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think it happens within this. So that was a big play. They, they called that incomplete because they would have they would have had room then. They would have had room, and, and I think it might happen on this play. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. I was right. That's a big momentum shift going into the halftime. Exactly. So you could tell, like, oh yeah, they were they were physically. So it was ten to nine at half, and then the Giants came out and just dominated them in the second half. You know, obviously that Parcell said a few things, and they were just like, I think Parcells didn't say a hell of a lot. He was just like, yeah, I think we have them. We know what we're doing. You Matt know? Barr missed a field goal against the Giants. NFL Giants, one of the f luckiest franchises ever. Well, oh no, no, Scott Norwood. It was Scott Norwood. Matt Barr was a guy who kicked for them in '90 against the 49ers. He, he had five. I think this is goals. a delayed. I I oh. just now read the oh, chat. Oh, okay, okay. Look at that. Oh, here we go. I mean, look at how square. It was like a bad Disney production. Yeah, it was. I, I want to see, yeah, the 90s is when they started kicking in the star power. Well, with the, because with, 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 with look the... Look at uh, Musburger. Yeah. 21. So we're going to come back and 
update what happened in the first half. The Denver. We Bulls. know what happens in the second half. You want to go to the State of the Union address? Yeah, let's do that. Sure. Man, yeah, no, thanks for. I'm glad I remembered that sequence. That was a big deal. Clarence K caught that pass, maybe, and they called it incomplete. And then the next play, they get a two point. I mean, that 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 was a momentum killer for them. The you know something the Vikings the Vikings rarely execute at the end of a half. The Vikings rarely execute at the end of a half. I think that's a mark of a good team. Like you're able to kind of oh, impose yeah. your. The Vikings can and never do it any consistent way. And even the idea of like, and even kind of executing in a way where like if you're if there's no momentum like there's a way of like seizing momentum from yes. the other team even yes. if you're not playing well just you're kind of imposing your will enough to still go into the second half yeah strong yeah like even during the 86 bears year there were probably moments and during games where you're like fuck these guys might lose but you didn't really think they were gonna no. lose no. whereas with the vikings you're like they're probably going to lose. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, oh, the ingredients are there for a loss now. Yeah. Or, or what pisses me off about them, too, is sometimes, Keith, they will execute at that time. And you think, oh, they've turned a corner. They're able to do it now. And then there'll be like four more scenarios, four games in a row. They won't do it well. It's just, it's so annoying. It, it is all, they don't draft well, man. Yeah. This is so who's at this time, 87, who's opposed to Reagan? Does most of the country love him? Are you in oh, the minority of people who oh, think he's a fascist? Oh, oh, yeah. I was totally in the minority. He was a hero, a hero to the right, a hero. I think he was a decent enough guy. His politics were awful. And then you, I'm hearing I, it's all Nancy, that she was the true, that like before he, a lot of people say before he met Nancy, he was cool and like. Oh, didn't mind everybody. And then she was the fucking racist, bigot, homophobe who kind of laid her Christian claws into him. Interesting. Well, I, I know he did, he did a radio ads for the for the New Deal for for uh, for uh, FDR. I mean, he was a Democrat for a long time. He was ahead of the of the Actors Guild, too. But he, he was a real right wing guy in the, in, in the 60s. Boy, he was the real voice of the right in this country. Very much so. More so than Nixon. Nixon was more of a moderate than uh, than Reagan. People, oh, Nixon was right wing. Nixon was not right wing. You know, uh, he was anti-communist, absolutely, and he pushed that hard, as everyone had to be that way. But but Reagan, I mean, look look at this look at this round of applause he's getting. He's what well, by this point he's starting to lose it mentally. It's like almost. The, this is when the senile jokes yes, are happening in stand up. Yes, absolutely. He's starting to lose it. His first couple years in the White House, he actually was pretty aware. You know, uh, and then him getting shot, he almost got assassinated. I remember. I kind of, I don't remember that, but I like it was still being talked about in the nineties. Oh, I, I was. In it the was sixth still grade. fresh on the mind. Absolutely, it was, I, I was in the sixth grade. Members said, of Congress, I have the high privilege and the distinct honor of presenting to you what's the President of the United States. Uh, is that uh, who is that? I, I can't fucking tell. Oh, I know. I know who that is. That's Jim Wright. He was a Democrat from Texas. He was a Speaker of the House. He, uh, Newt Gingrich took him down two years later in a uh, in, in like a, a book scandal. Oh, that's awesome! He told him to put his mic down. Put your mic down. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're saying slurs. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. God, this is my teenager. Seventh year as president, right? Yes. Oh, by this point, Reaganomics was like, this was a success. It pulled us out of the doldrums of the late 70s. Uh, 08 was actually worse than the late 70s. It was close. They were close. Different reasons. But uh, they were absolutely close. He's got the Dwyer envelope right behind him. Thank you very much. <laughs> Mr. Speaker, Mr. President, 
distinguished members of Congress. There's no more blacks. He just gets a resounding well, applause. Yeah, this I is, congratulate all he's going to come out here and just be like, freedom of speech. Of he, he gave his, uh, his opening speech in Philadelphia, Mississippi, to run, to, when, he, when he announced in 1980 to run. His election, I mean, I mean, again, people were, the left did not like Ronald Oh, yeah. Reagan oh, you elected. were stuck with Mondale. There was you no know, way it was going to uh, go any, any different. 180. But without a shadow of doubt, the United States of America is the greatest country of them all. Yeah! Who said this? Scott Steiner. Wow. We will be guided tonight by their acts, and we will be guided forever by their words. What is it? Now, forgive me, but I can't resist sharing a story from those historic days. Why are there five microphones in front of them? Civic pride in the spring of 1787, (sighs) and as newspapers began embellishing the arrival of the convention delegates with elaborate social classifications. Attacking the media? Well, no, it's all, more than that, there's a narrative, a strain in what's going on in Trumpism. It's just, again, like like the great society programs really ruined this country in their eyes, like Medicare yeah. and Medicaid and, and, and more foods well, yeah, and they Section don't want, 8. So they're trying yeah. to raise the retirement age. Did you hear Nikki Haley say, well, yeah. I think she's basically trying to say because people live longer, they need to work longer. Yeah, well, it's... <laughs> must never be titled less I, don't do that I, i'm getting like retirement keith isn't so far away in my eyes anymore i'm gonna be i 55. think they want to make it into the 70s i know wait, wait they already give you an incentive you can take more my mom took it so, early yeah my mom took it early because she goes i know they're going to raise the retirement age she goes i want to get out before they do that shit yeah. i don't want to be trapped yeah yeah i get it i get it yeah now there's a new face at this place of honor tonight and please join me in Stephen Bannon, young Stephen <laughs> Bannon. It would be Lee Atwater. Yeah, Jim Wright. Hey, he, he was the. You see I me? Mean? It's a Democrat and a Republican shaking hands. You know what I mean? Like you see, you're presenting like the image was of the unity era of the phrase "reach across the aisle." Well, <laughs> it's nice to say that, but it was the, the right was flexing its muscle in this country, without a doubt. Without a doubt. And we are living in the ramifications. Aftermath. This of, is the of, wake of this speech right here. We're living in the wake of this address. Yeah, of just, of just his presidency. 32 years ago. Then as now, the speakership had changed hands, and another great son of Texas, Sam Rayburn. Oh, yeah. Mr. Sam sat in your you chair. See, they, they made it a history lesson, too. It was all about, like, we're embedding this. You know, it, it, I mean, he very much embedded his statements in American history. Like, before he came out, like, being exceedingly patriotic was kind of deemed, like, not... It was unseemly. It wasn't very cool. Let's hit a random point here. He made it cool to be like, oh, yes, I'm going to be really patriotic. We're halfway. You know? We're halfway. We also find ourselves engaged in expanding peaceful commerce across the world. We will work to expand our opportunities in international markets you see. through the Uruguay round of trade negotiations and to complete an historic free trade arrangement between the world's two largest... That's why we're making deals with paramilitary agencies. Yeah. Our basic well, you, trade you, you, know, you know what the story is with, with Iran-Contra? Your Contra, Panasonic yeah. stereos need to go through <laughs> those ports. future depend on trade. Yeah. But we will insist on trade that is fair and free. We are always willing yeah. to be trade partners, but never. Don't the right hate free trade now? Well, he just threw a bone in the direction. If you're listening, he, he threw a bone in the direction. Like we, we agree with free trade as long as it's not at our expense. Like he's throwing a bone to free for us. You know. Yeah. Now, from foreign borders, let us return to our own. 
because America in the world. I want to get some fucking okay. So I wanted to get some Nico. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you know he, you know. Oh, the cell phone is clicking me. Having to, I mean, I don't know. I just, you know. The prison industrial complex is a real legacy of his presidency. Clinton didn't help it. Eisenhower started it. Because of our efforts to rebuild the strength of America, see. the world is a safer place. You see, again... It, Earlier it, this month, I submitted a budget to defend America and maintain our momentum to make up for neglect in the last de decade. Neglect. I ask you to vote out a defense and foreign affairs budget that says yes to protecting our You country. just said he built the military well, industrial well, complex. Well, well, I mean, it, 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 it went on steroids safe. when he became president. Since 1970, he, yeah. the Soviets have invested $500 billion more on I bet you because no, it's such haven't. a... I bet you because it's such a topic, I bet you he doesn't even mention Iran-Contra. Oh, no. no. I wonder if it's even come the up. The average family spends two hours a day shopping for the basic necessities of life. Their government still found the resources to transfer $75 billion in weapons to client states in the past five years. Clients like Syria, Vietnam, Cuba, Browns. Libya, Angola, Ethiopia, Afghanistan, and Nicaragua. Yeah, this With is... 120,000 Soviet combat and military personnel and 15,000 military advisors so he's getting into it in now. Asia, Africa, oh, yeah. and Latin America. Yeah. Can anyone still doubt their single-minded determination to expand their power? This is how cocaine <laughs> got into this, America, right? Well, I, I think there's a lot of, there's a whole, US security assistance you know, the <laughs> nations by 21% this year. Well, here's what happened with Iran-Contra. defense request by 85%. Well, Iran-Contra, if I recall from my memory, I could be wrong. It's been a while. But Iran-Contra was, Congress had said, you know, we, we can't have any more funding for the, uh, for the um, Contras in uh, in Nicaragua, see Nicaragua was Marxist. The Sandinistas ran it. The Nicaragua and the Contras were, were trying to overthrow the government down there. But the Congress said, "No, you can't give them any more money." So what Oliver North did and people at the White House on Reagan's watch, they concocted a plan where they actually they sold arms. Oh, I got, this is where I'm losing it. They sold arms. Because Iran got involved, uh, uh, prisoners got, uh, 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 hostages got released by Iran because they had control. And, and I think that Iran got weapons that they maybe had gotten from the Contras potentially. or God, that, That's where I'm getting the link wrong is the Contra connection to Iran. But it was not, it was not a good scandal. It's not a good scandal. I mean, you know, he doubled the military budget. When, when, when Carter was president, it was 180 Today, billion dollars a year. It was 360 the next year. Afghanistan are showing that resolve. Yep. The Soviet Union says it wants a peace. This is what started 9/11, because the United States helped Afghanistan against the Soviets, and yeah. uh, <clears throat> Osama bin Laden went to the Afghanistan and was like, "Let me defend you." Yeah. And they were like, "No, we're going with the United States," and yeah. that was his start like of like these off. fucking devils are involving yeah. themselves in our shit. America yeah. too, the cause of freedom is being tested, and our resolve is being tested there as well. I, I'm upset with myself that I can't come up with the link between the Contras and the Iranians and how arms hey, were sold. What was Iran Contra? Yeah. Agreement is a procurement hey, cost reduction yeah, yeah. strategy Stop. aimed at standardizing. What was Iran Contra? Hey Google, what was Iran Contra? 
According to Wikipedia, the Iran-Contra affair, often referred to as the Iran-Contra scandal, was a political scandal in the United States that occurred during the second term of the Reagan administration. Yes. Between 1981 and 1986, senior administration officials secretly facilitated the illegal sale of arms to Iran, oh. who was subjected to an arms embargo at the time. Yes. So, I mean, you're not going to negotiate with terrorists, but you negotiate with terrorists, you know. But then they also got money because the Contras were involved. You see, they didn't get... Maintain peace on this hemisphere. I've got to read this. I'm upset with myself that I can't come up with it. President Truman... Because I consider myself pretty aware. International communism seeks to... They're still going after the Red Menace at that point. Dude, even with all Gorbachev, you see, this was also trying to put the screws on Gorbachev because the relations had started to thaw. Kennedy made clear that... Communist domination in this hemisphere can never be negotiated. Even your pretty boy Kennedy didn't like that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, it was. Listen, Robert Kennedy worked with Roy Cohen on McCarthy's staff. You know what I mean? RFK. You know who's Dean? This oh, it was this great liberal? He worked with because because he had to earn his anti-communist stripes. So he had to work on McCarthy's staff. There was an Irish connection there too. McCarthy drank himself to death. Drank himself to death. The chat says, Ronnie, we forgot we invaded Grenada and I forgot about it. Oh, you hear this? You hear this? Ended the expulsion of God from America's classroom. There's a polite applause on that, but you know. Oh, he hated the separation of church and state. Listen, it, it, it is. It all. Be, I mean, it all begins with him. Like, what's happening? What they're this is when they're do. starting to like silence lyrics and songs and he, shit. He, he is, but he was. I mean, he is a hero of them. He's a hero. That they again. Trump is this weird bastardization of Reagan. Like they're trying to make Trump this Christ-like figure, but he's so grotesque. He's a much better salesman. He's a more affable human being. That I mean, his politics are wrong. I disagree with it, but he's more affable. Trump is this awful human being, just walking around with his dick out of his pants. Series of these special messages on budget reform. Yeah, I got a frog in my throat. Yep. Competitiveness. You can hear it. education, trade. It's training. wild how at the time people were like, he's fucking old. Oh, yeah. And he's young compared to what we have now. Well, uh, well he was, no, no, by this point he was uh, 80, 70, 78. He was 70. That was, that was a big issue. He's fucking 70 years old. He's the president. You know, but by the, again, the second half of his I second mean, term. I mean, in the 50s when Disneyland debuted, he was on the Dateline Disneyland special. He was a host of it. Absolutely. Yep. Government has its ways of freeing people's spirits. But only we, each of us, can let the spirit soar against our own individual standards. <laughs> Excellence is what makes freedom ring. It, it, all that, again, all that th- shit. Th- th- that is that, that's that real, th- again, that's that real Christian sort of sense of like, there's a certain way of like, you know, you know, the, the, the dominant person should mm-hmm. dominate and we should listen to them. Like a certain interpretation of like, yeah. like imposing sort of Christian right, Christian national stuff on it. You know, it's, no, the free market is a good thing. There aren't bad things with it. Yeah, it's got rough edges, but churches can take care of that, Keith. The government shouldn't take care of that. Individuals and, and nonprofits, they should take care of it. No, the government has a role, actually, in sort of creating some uniformity of standards so that stuff can be implemented in, in, a, in an appropriate way. It actually is economically efficient in certain ways. I, I know that flies directly in the face of your bullshit narrative that I'm so sick is so dominant. 
You know, uh, I don't know. I, I think a lot of people see through that now, though, more so than when I was younger. People bought this. I mean, they were like, yes, this is the right way to do things. Even my dad, who wasn't a Republican, was like, Reagan was good. Oh, because, oh, again, there was the, I, I, I the working, the Reagan Democrat was a real thing. I like what he has to say. You know, if jobs you know, were good. There was know, always one thing. Yeah. The country was standing tall. We were standing tall. He stunk. Nothing has been so heartwarming. Bush was his vice president. Yes, right? absolutely. I mean, and he just he just stuck. jacked up government spending. So he he so jacked up the the budget deficit. Well, you know, time, the deficit was massive when Reagan was president. And that's why and Clinton was so good. Congress will not deem this a breach of protocol. If well, you that's that you want to ease out of it here. Yeah, we should. All right. Yeah. With the young but this has been going. good. I thanks for seeing this. But yeah, that we're watching this. This is uh, yeah. He was. This is what Reagan's thinking at this time. I'm God. tired. Yeah. I'm ready for bed. He died 17 years after this in 04. Oh, I remember when he died right around my grandpa. Yeah, Johnny Carson, my grandpa, and Reagan all went in a row. Wow, that was your series of three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Death comes in waves. It does. The Reaper. Was there a big Reaper this week? I don't think so. I don't think there was. McMichael's still standing. Yeah. Although I think that... Uh, I think this song is going to be playing soon. It's coming. Because he... I, I, I think he's he's struggling. You know? All right, man. All right. Good time. We'll see you when we see you. Good show. I hate to leave you. I really must say. Oh, good night, sweetheart. Good night Well, it's three o'clock in the morning Baby, I just can't get right Well, I hate to leave you, baby I don't mean maybe Because I love you so now how can we announce we are off the air when we are off the air? <laughs>